The following is another Classic Hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. This pressure may not be working right away here for Pleasanton, but it is making Elm Creek work, and they do work, and they get it down low to Areta. She drives in and scores and draws the foul. Tonight, it's the quarterfinals of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament in Kearney. As Loomis Wolves battle the Amherst Broncos and Pleasanton Bulldogs take on the Wilcox Hillary Falcons. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Wrap around to Melba, right block again. They've got to let her go, and Sophie puts it up and in. Six in the quarter, 14 in the game, and five in a row here. After a long blizzard delay, we're ready for some basketball. It's the Four Carney Conference Tournament coming in next. But first, the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to the Vero Event Center in Carney with the Classic Hit Sports Rain Bush Cutter. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And welcome back to the Aviro Event Center. Three of the four semifinalists in the girls' bracket have been determined. One more spot remains. They'll go either to Pleasanton, the number three seed, or Wilcox Oldworth, who is the number six seed. Glad you could join us. Randy Bushcutter here from the Aviro Event Center. Doug Duda will be joining us here shortly as well. And again, Pleasanton will come in as a, a bit of a favorite in this one. They're 10-6 and six on the year. Wilcox Oldworth comes in at 8-10. and 10. Of course, Pleasanton the three seed, as we mentioned, and they do have one win in hand already this year at Wilcox Hildreth, uh, where they picked up a 40-29 to win back in December. But these two teams kind of grow and evolve since then. Pleasanton's been somewhat fortunate in that their, their main players have not suffered any uh, real injuries. They've, they've gone with the five same five starters all season long. Wilcox Hildreth have uh, lost the... Uh, the, the services at least temporarily uh, both of the two Preston sisters Cameron has an ankle injury will not be able to play tonight her uh, sister Jordan the freshman uh, had ACL surgery she's out for the rest of the year so they're banged up a little bit Pleasanton does have uh, an ACL injury to Emily Zimmer so both teams have lost a freshman player that played in spots but again for the most part Pleasanton has been very very healthy uh, Wilcox Ildereth has that secondary injury to uh, Cameron Preston that's going to make them a little bit more short-staffed as well. But, again, indicative of a team that's 10-6, and six, Pleasanton, and Wilcox Hiller that's 8-10, and 10, kind of a very up-and-down year for these two squads, even though Pleasanton does have that one win in hand earlier. And uh, for the, the Bulldogs, uh, just trying to hold service here because the top seeds have all advanced so far in the tournament. Uh, the top seed, Elm Creek, got a win over Overton today, 52-34. Second seed at Axtell, 61-33 over Elwood. And uh, then a bit of an upset as the fifth seed, Amherst, over Loomis. Kind of a pick-up, uh, pick'em game, but uh, Amherst uh, did pick up the win in overtime just a little bit ago, uh, winning by three in the extra period, 48-45. to And again, they're just kind of uh, anticipating a pretty good matchup here in this game as well, even though Pleasanton will come in as a bit of a slight favorite in the game. 
You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark and New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leader. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. We'll take a break. When we come back, the starters for the Bulldogs and the Falcons here from the Bureau Event Center after this timeout. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show for our final quarterfinal today at the Viero Events Center. The starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for Wilcox Hildreth. Number 12, a 5'4 inch senior, Emily Bergstrom. Number 14, a 5'3 senior, Sarah Earhart. Number 22, 5'4 senior, Alex Wojcicki. Number 32, a 5'11 senior, Ashley Nichols. And number 34, a 5'10 senior, Sophie Gruel. The head coach, Cody Whipke, assisted by Sean Woolen. Wilcox Hildreth is currently 8-10 and 10 on the season, and they had a five-game losing streak snapped when they beat Amherst back on the 23rd, then lost to a Silver Lake team and beat Franklin in their last three games. They are the sixth seed. For the third seed, Pleasanton Bulldogs, number 10, is a 5'8 sophomore, Carrie Bauer. Number 12, a 5'2 senior, Addie Hand. Number 14, a 5'7 junior, Kayla Stubbs. Number 22, a 5'5 junior, Autumn Pritchard. And number 50, 5'6 senior in Maddie Pates. The head coach is Pleasanton alum Jenny Brown, assisted by Jason Nichols and Trisha Hendricks. Pleasanton is 10-6 and six on the year, although after a very nice win against Elm Creek that we had here on Classic Hits a couple of weeks ago, they were defeated by state-rated Kennesaw and Heartland Lutheran by four. So they are actually 1-3 in their last four games. After starting 0-2, they had went on an 8-2 and two run. They set it 10-6. and six. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Well, as you said, one in three in their last four games. But that one is a, is a pretty impressive win, which kind of gives them hope that they can, they can do what they want to do in this tournament, and that is come away with the win. And, Randy, they only have one conference loss, so they are still tied for the regular season conference lead. And they have the tiebreaker over Elm Creek, but Axtell beat them on opening night. Axtell lost to Elm Creek. They're all... With one more, spinning around one more conference game to go, so it might all be decided here in the tournament. Yeah, well, again, that's really the the one that gets the automatic tr- trophy, and, and and we haven't really talked about it. I love coming to this tournament every year. Love this environment that they have at the uh, Viero Event Center. You know, it's a little chilly here on the ice for the radio guys, but uh, the kids love playing in it. Has a lot of energy. And, and again, it's a, it's a fun environment, and I love the fact that there's usually one or two teams, boys and girls wise, that are really good. And this is good experience for them shooting into a, a gym that has an open space in it when they make it to Lincoln. 
later on down the year. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll uh, be ready to wrap up the New Tech Seed pregame show, and we'll have the tip when we come back to the Bureau Event Center after this. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Welcome back to the Bureau Event Center. This has been the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leader. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed. And Chemical Falcons, of course, will be the uh, home, the uh, visiting team here. They will be in their road blue uniforms with the light blue numbers, a little bit of white trim on there as well, and uh, the Bulldogs in their home white uniforms with the red numbers, letters, and trim. And the tip is controlled here by the dogs, so they'll bring it to Pritchard. Pritchard will give it off right wing over for Stubbs. Stubbs going to drive the baseline. We'll throw it through the hands of uh, one player in the lane. It's going to be picked up here by Wojciechowski. Wojciechowski gives it up ahead here as Earhart gives it back to Wojciechowski in the offensive end. Man-to-man are the Bulldogs right now as they give left side for Earhart. Earhart, nice entry pass down low, shot off glass. Going to be no good for Bergstrom. Rebounded by Pritchard. Pritchard kicks up ahead here for Stubbs, and Stubbs will just give it off here for Addie Hand, and Hand will reset the offense. They get it to Bauer, and it goes through her hands and out of bounds. So that'll be a turnover here as both teams really looking for their first shot of the game. You've got one of the senior teams in Wilcox-Hildreth, one of the few senior-laden girls teams in the conference, probably not the record many people expected. And then you've got Pleasanton, probably not the record many people expected there either. So I don't want to say underachieve, overachieve, but you could see them being the 3-6 at the start of the year just the other way around. Well, ball being pressured right now by Pleasanton. And right now they're handling it pretty well as Wilcox-Hildreth. They'll kick it to the top of the circle here for Ashley Nichols. Nichols gives it left side for Bergstrom. Bergstrom had a little angle that she shut off, so she'll kick it back out for Earhart. Just to take that another step, I'm telling you with my comment there, I would not be surprised to see Wilcox Hildreth win this tournament. That's the type of team they have, despite being two games below 500. It was tipped into the hands of Earhart, and they lob it. That's a great lob pass, but backside help. Nice pass on the baseline, sets up Bergstrom. Bergstrom shot, bounces around the rim, no good. Rebound, kick back out for Bergstrom. She'll fire another jumper, and that one is good. Well, check that. My apologies. It was Alex Wojcicki. He kind of got lost in the crowd there. It was Wojcicki that hit the shot. Bergstrom had the first attempt there, and then it got kind of lost in, the, uh, in, the, in the, all the numbers in the middle there. It's okay. We'll get you to the eye, doctor. I make the same mistake. Added hand drives the baseline, and we're going to have a little hand check foul here. Just remember, folks, we make up excuses for about everything. Yeah. We're all guilty of Checks this radio game. By the way, UNK leading Southwest Baptist 42-32. to 32. Right before halftime, last few seconds. The women won earlier tonight. At hand on the baseline, they enter it in, and it goes off the hands of Pates, but then it was slapped out by uh, Wilcox Hildreth. I think last touch by Bergstrom. And officially on the air, congratulations 
uh, dad, your son, uh, Grant, going to your favorite school, UNK, uh, to, to kick, hopefully a lot over the next four years. Well, a lot, lot of extra points we will play anyway. Ball inbounded for Pates, but it's tipped around, and it goes off Pates' hands. Wojcicki forced the turnover. Actually, that was Gruel that forced the turnover as she tipped it, then off Pate's hands. Field goals be okay, as long as they win the games, I guess. Earhart brings it up across the timeline. Down the sideline, Wojcicki. Back to Bergstrom here. A lot of action away from the ball right now. A lot of players moving their feet, setting screens, working off screens. And we're going to get a timeout here from Wilcox Hildreth. They haven't been able to get a whole lot going. Even though they have the lead, it's been a slow start. They're going to try and find a way to get the ball in against that pressure that's all the way between the top of the key and half court. So Coach Whipke calls the timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. It's 2-0 Wilcox Hildreth. We're back after this. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. The Falcons going to inbound it here. They lead it 2-0. As Earhart faces some pressure here from Kayla Stubbs, making sure everything is all set. The official blows the whistle. Five-second count going on, and it's still going on. As they get the ball in just in time over to Wojciechowski, Wojciechowski drives, has the ball knocked out of her hands from behind and into the cowboy-hatted clan over there from Wilcox Hildreth. They got them on both sides, too. Yeah. So. I don't know if it's theme so same, much as just. Same theme uh, for both. How embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> same theme for both schools. Ashley Nichols, her pass. I'm going to be off the mic. Good pressure there by Pates to force the turnover there because uh, they just couldn't see where the Nichols just really couldn't see where to throw the ball. Falcons have got to find their point guard. Got to get the ball in their point guard to handle this pressure. It'll back the Bulldogs down, but right now, Pleasanton kind of knows that no one's confident with a basketball. Stubbs will drive. Nice shot with that offhand. She takes off the glass, and we're tied at two. They track down the ball. Now they'll begin the five-second count as they get it over for Bergstrom. Bergstrom being pressured gives it to Earhart. Back to Earhart. And again, they're going full-court press here. Bauer will pick up the uh, pressure. Earhart's across the timeline. And gives it off right side here for Wojcicki. Wojcicki. Has it kind of kicked right back to her, but it wasn't a kick because nobody moved a leg. It went off the leg of Nichols, and then we're going to have a foul. Pleasanton is playing outstanding defense right now on Wilcox Hildreth. I mean, it's, it's one of those times where you look out there and you make sure, is there only five kids out there playing defense? And they tip the inbounds pass on cue, but Wojcicki is able to track it down and gives it to Bergstrom, and Bergstrom now is going to... They just can't find any rhythm right now as they lob it out for Gruel in the lane, and then they over-pursue the ball as they got it to Wojcicki in the lane, and there's going to be a little reach called here on the Bulldogs. And that is on Addie Hand. She has both of them here in about 15 seconds, so she'll come out and into the ball game will be Shelby Nichols. Wilcox Hildreth and Pleasanton probably about the same on depth, even though there's more Falcons suited up tonight, but as far as the numbers they play, probably about the same. Kicked in the corner for Wojcicki. Jumper off the back of the iron, and... It's going to be uh, off the hands, uh, off the shot, so it all belongs here to the Bulldogs. Well, the Falcons had a chance at it, and somehow she thought that it was last touched 
by the Bulldogs because she let it go out of bounds. First three-point attempt of the game for either team. So Bauer will toss the ball in here for Pritchard. They're going to pick up the man-to-man defense at half court. Driving here is going to be Pritchard. She gives right wing for Nichols, who just checked in the game a little bit ago. She stops at the elbow, trying to get it for Pates, and it's tipped around by the Falcons and out of bounds. That's one thing that the Bulldogs don't have in their starting lineup is height. Though Wilcox Hildreth has that, and that's why Pledgeon is playing so out on the defense so that Wilcox Hildreth can't get posted up. Here at the other end, it's a different situation, man-to-man against the guards. Entry pass knocked around. It's going to be on the ground. Picking it up is going to be Wilcox Hildreth. So Pleasanton pulls it over. Gruel comes up with it. Gives it up ahead here for Wojcicki. Wojcicki over for Quadhammer. Checked in during our last stoppage. Get the ball off for Gruel. And now ball on hip. Wojcicki's going to direct traffic. Now the pressure comes from Nichols. She dribbles up, takes it off glass, no good. And a defensive rebound there by Stubbs. Stubbs throws it up ahead here for Nichols. We're tied at two, and a pass that somehow finds its way to Matty Pates should have been a turnover. And now slowing it down is going to be Pritchard. Driving off the screen, now Stubbs. Stubbs kicks right side over for Nichols. Nichols gives gives it away, shoots from the elbow now. She gets it back, and the uh, possession's going to be ended after the rebound by Gruel. So here come the Falcons. Secondary break. Wojcicki's going to slow it down, give it now to Bergstrom. Top of the circle. Gruel's picked up man-to-man, so she'll give it off on the right wing here for Wojcicki, and she's going to take an extra step getting started and will turn the ball over with 3.18 to go. Quarter number one, tied at two. And again, this has been pretty good defense and a few times unforced turnovers, unforced errors. But the defense for both sides has been very good, especially by the Pleasanton crew because they've got to pressure the ball. Otherwise, the this bigger Falcons will be able to just keep pounding it inside. Two turnovers for Wilcox Hildreth, three for Pleasanton early on. And we joked last game about the overtime. You also get one of those 31-28 finals a lot. And boy, does this have the makings of it because I'm not... I'm not seeing it. This defense is really controlling the game. Bauer with a good dribble. She kind of jump-stopped. The defender got out of position, and then Bauer is able to stroke in the bucket to make it now 4-2, to two. and now they force the turnover. Pleasanton trapped after they made basket, and Coach Brown applauding your defense, and rightly so. They forced the turnover, and now we'll have a chance to add on to a 4-2 to two lead. Bridget Beiser will come into the ball game for Wilcox Hildreth. Of course, as you mentioned, Quadhammer is also in there off the bench. Staying in is Ashley Nichols and Gruel and Wojcicki, Alex Wojcicki. Driving here is Pritchard. Pritchard's going to kick right side for Nichols. Nichols doesn't want to shoot over the top of Beisel's defense. So she'll get it to the elbow here for Pates. Pates extra pass inside for Bauer. Bauer drives, has her shot blocked by Gruel, and the Falcons come out of there with it. Dribbling here is Quadhammer. Quadhammer, dangerous pass, but Gruel picks it up between the circles and uh, gives it off for Beisel right side. Beisel, top of the key with it is Quadhammer now. Quadhammer dribbles down to the elbow, still has a dribble, kicks out now for Gruel. Gruel's going to penetrate, loses the basketball, and that will be a turnover. Good hands there by Pleasanton, forcing the turnover, and that's the fourth turnover on Wilcox Hildreth. Here in the quarter, we've got two minutes to go in quarter number one. Up ahead here for Stubbs. Stubbs is going to drive, get fouled by Nichols. And I don't, again, Wilcox Hilder did not pick up the bodies for Pleasanton. And that's going to be the uh, second foul here. 
on Ashley Nichols. Uh, on so Ashley she's Nichols, gonna, yeah. She'll come out here getting ready to check in as Megan Jeldon, but a rarity there. Wilcox Hildreth didn't get back on defense, and Pleasanton rocketed the pass down there. A great pass to give him two free throws. And Stubbs missed the first of two free throws, so our score remains 4-2. to two. Pleasanton with the lead now with a minute 56 to go. Still in the first quarter, and again, hard-fought game, and it, you're right, it has the feel of the first one that gets to about 33 points might win this one. Second free throw is up and good here for Stubbs because both teams play such good defense. Ball inbounded for Wojcicki. She's going to be picked up by Pritchard. Wojcicki backing in. Kicks it out, open for three. Is quad hammer. She'll fire a three, and then a foul by Stubbs. It's going to be after, after the, the shot. shot. So on the on the box out, and I think that's right because she had landed, and the shot had ended at that moment, and so it will be a pushing foul, but it will not be a shooting foul. Yeah, Kayla Stubbs saw that nobody was on the freshman quad hammer. Came running out there, but had so much ground to cover that. She had no chance of getting there in time. Ball inbounded to Jeldon. Jeldon back out here for Wojcicki. Wojcicki kicks out. Baseline three by Quadhammer. No good. And then a foul on the rebound. And that one is going to go against the Falcons. This one will be called on Megan Jeldon, who just checked in. Her first, the third team foul here on Wilcox Hildreth. In a low-scoring first quarter, 90 seconds to go. That ties up the number of team fouls at three for each team. Minute 26 to go. Right wing, Stubbs. Stubbs will throw it top of the circle here for Nichols. Back now, right wing, Stubbs. Back to Nichols. Nichols ball fake. Got Jeldon in the air. And now she'll put up a tough left foot, uh, left-handed shot on that left side. No good. And rebounded by Jeldon. And so here's Wojcicki. And you know we shouldn't be surprised by this, Randy. The first game was 40-29. to 29. Pleasanton averages 40.7. 39.7 for the Falcons offensively. And we're going to get a hand check foul out front here on Pleasanton's Shelby Nichols. So that'll be her first and the third team foul. And I'm and a little bit more height here for Wilcox Hilder, but you see a lot of quickness for both teams. I'm and trying so to they fi- really like to attack defensively. They like to attack whoever has the ball. Usually you can see how to avoid the problem, change the problem. I mean, both teams are having problems here as it's turned over, but both teams are having a problem getting open looks, off screens, cleanly, uh, and I'm, I'm not seeing an answer yet for either one of these ball clubs. Well, both teams are facing so much pressure on the ball from the other team that it, it feels like that ball is ticking and you want to get it out of your hands as quick as possible, and it's hard to get any sort of offensive rhythm when that's happening. Nichols, entry pass, going to be tipped around, stolen out of there by Gruel. Gruel on the fast break, dribbles it off of her leg and out of bounds. She had trouble finding the handle as she was dribbling with that offhand. If she would have dribbled with the right hand, it would have been uh, she wouldn't run the risk of having it stolen from behind. So when she was making the transition to the offhand, she loses control of the ball. Those are the killers. You've had so few looks. You get a run out. You know the pressure's on your back hip. And just as soon as you're ready to quit dribbling and take it up, that last dribble bites you. But again, that's the pressure that's being put on the ball, even if it's on the ball from behind. Stubbs kicks it around. Three-pointer going to be no good here for Pritchard. It goes out of bounds with 12.8 to go, and Wilcox Hilderth will inbound it. Well, that'll help the Falcons instead of battling for a rebound and trying to find some way to get up the floor with 12 seconds. They've got a chance maybe now to just get it in and let Wojcicki dribble up the floor. But it also allows the Bulldogs to put full-court pressure on. Ball's inbounded here for Wojcicki. She's across the timeline. Eight seconds left. She's going to try to lob it down low, and it goes out of bounds. 
kind of halfway between a shot and a pass and to somebody Jeld- wide up underneath. Jeldon was confused. She had to throw over the defender, so that made it too high, and Jeldon squared up for a board. So five seconds left, long pass, intercepted by the Falcons, then intercepted by Stubbs, and Stubbs will try a 35-footer at the buzzer, and that's going to do it. Not a lot of points in this one in the early stages, but it's a three-point lead for Pleasanton. They lead it 5-2 to two after one quarter. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back here at the Fort Carney Conference Tournament after this timeout. When you've been around for more than a century, you understand the power of generations, the value of nurturing and developing those who will carry on the legacy of agriculture and food production. That's why the Aurora Cooperative helps young people gain the experience, expertise, and wisdom to feed the world, be good stewards, become responsible community leaders, and continue setting the example for the generations that follow. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Today's sports broadcast is brought to you by the State Bank of Hildreth, your locally owned independent bank. See the State Bank of Hildreth for ag operating lines, real estate loans, commercial and consumer loans. The State Bank of Hildreth member FDIC, the small town bank with features of the big city banks. We still know all our customers by name and can handle all of your loans, checking and saving account needs without even traveling out of town. Best of luck to all area athletes. Back in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth here at the Vieira Event Center. It's a 5-2 to two ball game. Pleasanton has uh, got the lead, but the Falcons will have possession to start the second quarter. And Bridget Beisel right in front of us tosses in here for Wojcicki. First quarter numbers, rebounds, three for the Falcons, two for Pleasanton. That tells you how few shots we've had in a 5-2 game. And turnover number nine for the Falcons to start the quarter. Pleasanton has five 0 of 3 from three-point land for the Falcons. 0 of 1 for Pleasanton. Just pivoting with the basketball and drug the pivot foot there. So Pleasanton gets the ball back. And on the bounce here is going to be Pritchard. Pritchard stops. Lost the ball, but gets it right back. Oh, gives it off to Stubbs. And Stubbs having trouble getting started. An extra step. And that'll be another turnover. We just swap turnovers. And again, it makes it so you don't get in any kind of offensive rhythm when you have those unforced errors. Even during the rough stretch here and a couple of losses, Pleasanton has been able to score, but not so far here. Tough shot for Beisel. It's blocked, but into the hands of Jeldon. And it was rebounded and put in there by Megan Jeldon. That doubles the Falcons' point total. Down by one. Makes it 5-4, to four, and they force another turnover. Jeldon going on the ground. Oh, good help on the backside. That should have been an easy steal by Jeldon, but still going after the ball after losing it was Shelby Nichols, and Nichols was able to reach out diving for the ball and uh, tie it up. So possession arrow pointing to the Bulldogs. Here comes Pritchard. She stops top of the key with the dribble and gives right wing for Nichols. Nichols working against uh, Beisel, and the... There's Bauer, again, trying to tiptoe around some traffic, getting started, and she took an extra step. That'll be a turnover. I don't blame her that time. That's the first time there's been an opening, probably all game, and she just took off, forgot to dribble. They get it off to Wojcicki. Wojcicki spins down low, shot partially deflected, and Gruel picks it up. Gruel takes it off glass, fighting for the rebound. She lost the basketball, and then uh, Wojcicki tries to tip it back in offensively. It goes out of bounds, and... It was uh, blocked by one of the Bulldogs, so it stays here with the Falcons on their own baseline. 
One-point ball game as they get it in here for Quadhammer. Quadhammer is fouled on the way to the basket well before she could put up a shot. In fact, I'm not even so sure she was going to get that done because uh, Stubbs was there right with her, and she's called for the foul. That'll be her second. Stubbs in hand, each with two for Pleasanton. Nichols, Ashley Nichols with two for Wilcox Hildreth. Not a lot of fouls, but a couple of gals that have the fouls called on them. Not evenly distributed as Bison will throw it in on the baseline. Megan Fisher checks in for Maddie Pates for the Bulldogs. Wojcicki is stopped there defensively by Nichols. Good pressure being put on. They get the ball back out here for Beisel. And uh, a tough reverse layup there by Beisel. And they got bailed out there a little bit because the Bulldogs committed the foul, and Beisel did not have much of a chance to make that. Now, let's just say if that was a game of horse, that's the one you save for E if, uh, if you can make that one. That sure. was going to be a tough shot. Carrie Bauer with her first foul. And the free throw by Beisel is good, and we're tied at five with 6.33 to go here in the second quarter. Four games tomorrow back here for all the boys. Quarterfinals starting at three. Second free throw by Beisel is good, and Wilcox Hildreth has the lead at 6-5. to five. Inbounded for Pritchard. That allows the Falcons to go full court pressure here. Stepping through it, though, is Pritchard. Pritchard's going to lead the break. Takes off glass. It's going to be blocked and rebounded by Gruel. Gruel throws it up ahead of Wojcicki, and then Wojcicki has it stolen away by Bauer. Good work there by Bauer to get the ball back. Kicked into the corner there for uh, McKenna Siegel, and Siegel gets it left side. Shot here by Nichols. No good. Rebound taken out by Beisel, and Beisel... Gives it to Wojcicki, so here comes Wilcox Hildreth with no pressure on. They bring it across the timeline with a little bit less than six to go before halftime. Left wing with it is Jeldon. Jeldon has everybody kind of cycle through. Five-second count going on. Dangerous pass, but Beisel makes the catch. Shoots off glass, no good. Rebound by Siegel for Pleasanton, and we got a foul. I think we do, and that will be on Beisel. Yeah, McKenna Siegel battled in there, hung out of the basketball, and it would have been a jump had they not fallen to the floor, but when they fall to the floor, somebody had to cause that. Yeah, Beisel with her first foul. Fourth foul on Wilcox, Hildreth, and the Bulldogs. Yeah, you, you get the feeling that if somebody scores, we get that pressure, we get running and gunning again, we could have about an 8-12 point spurt. The inbounds is stolen away by Wilcox Hildreth as Bergstrom checked in a moment ago. They give it to Quadhammer. Quadhammer, long deuce, no good. Rebound by Fisher. Fisher will get it to Pritchard. Pritchard dribbling down the sideline. They're going to call a foul on the body here on Quadhammer. And when that contact started originally, it was okay. But then when she didn't give any ground and was basically driving her out of bounds, they had to call the foul there. So basketball stays here with the Bulldogs. We might see some free throws be the difference here, too, Randy. Both teams are close to being in the bonus. 11 total points in the first 10 and a half minutes of this game. And we have 11 total fouls as well. Left side, Bauer. He enters it inside for Fisher, and we're going to have another foul here. Gruel went down to block the shot, didn't stay straight up and down, saw the ball, went to grab it, and they got her for the foul. That'll be her first. And Fisher will go to the line and shoot a couple. She was on the way up when she was fouled. So the free throw is going to be no good here for Megan Fisher. And score remains now 6-5. to five. Pleasanton is not a good free throw shooting team. Only 47% as a team on the year. 42% for Fisher. 
And that one is up and good. We're deadlocked at six with 5.13 to go here before halftime. Earhart gave the ball away, gets it back, throws it out to Bergstrom on that right side. Long pass up ahead, running underneath is Wojcicki. Wojcicki long two on that left side, no good. A couple of Bulldogs fight for the rebound. It goes out to Gruel, and Gruel will get the offensive rebound and bucket. Long outlet pass up ahead here to Siegel. Siegel shut off nicely that time. Earhart was ready for it. Now a little V-cut with the dribble is Pritchard. Her shot's going to be no good. And off the rim, it goes out of bounds off of one of the Bulldogs. Nice V-cut reference. Well, usually you do that without the ball, but that time you did it with, she did it with the ball. It set her up nicely. Pressure oh, being put on. Give it to Guthrie. Brooke Guthrie kicks up right side. Gruel brings in the offensive end, gives it off to Earhart. She's going to put up an air ball, and Bergstrom tries to track it down. It was deflected, and Siegel comes up with a rebound. She'll outlet it quickly here for Nichols. Nichols, tough layup chance, no good. Earhart pulls it down for the Falcons, and we'll hand off here to Wojcicki. Wojcicki gives off here for Earhart. Back to Wojcicki. 8-6, to two-point lead right now. And a three-pointer on that left side. Missed, rebounded, taken by Guthrie. And Guthrie has it taken away as Fisher comes up with it. And the freshman gets the loose ball. And now slowing it down is going to be Pleasanton. We've had a pretty torrid pace here the last minute and a half or so. And now catching their breath is Pritchard with the ball. She's going to kick left side for Bauer. Bauer working against pressure by Gruel. We'll try a tough reverse layup. It's up and in. That's nice. the first field goal in nearly eight minutes for Pleasanton. A nice reverse layup there. That was not an easy shot, but Bauer is able to take it in. A little reach here by Pleasanton. They're going to knock the ball out of bounds. It'll stay with the Falcons. Pretty yeah. impressive to go eight minutes without a field goal and not be behind. Well, nobody's behind. We're deadlocked at eight. And again, that just shows the level of defense really both teams have been playing as well. Coach Whipke's going to bring Ashley Nichols back into the ball game for the first time since getting her second foul. Down that sideline is Bergstrom. They're trapping over there. Nice job there by Nichols. And we're going to have a foul right in front of Coach Brown. And She handled that better than I probably would have. <laughs> Autumn Pritchard called for it. Her first and the team's seventh. So we've got a one-on-one situation here for Emily Bergstrom. So the senior, and again, a very senior-laden team, are the Falcons. She'll have a chance to untie it, and their free throw is no good, but the rebound goes right back to her. Bergstrom then loses the basketball. It's still bouncing around, and uh, Pleasanton had it long enough for Coach Brown to call a timeout. So Pleasanton does call the timeout. That'll earn them a possession because they did lose the ball there. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 3.18 to go here, second quarter. We're deadlocked today to be the Bulldogs' ball when we come back after this. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. 3.18 to go here before halftime. We're deadlocked at 8 at halftime. We'll get you caught up with everything that we've had so far. We'll talk with uh, Jimmy Klingelhofer, the head coach of Amherst. One in overtime earlier tonight over Loomis. And basketball belongs here to the Bulldogs. And uh, 
After the timeout, they'll get it out here for Bauer. Bauer on the right side. Over for Siegel in the lane. There is Fisher. Fisher loses the basketball. Long outlet pass after the steal is then intercepted by the Bulldogs. No kick at right wing. And Siegel try a long two. No good. Gets her own rebound. Has the shot blocked inside by Guthrie. And Brooke Guthrie, not only with the block, comes up with the ball as well. Great so. stuff blocked there by Guthrie, the sophomore for Wilcox Hildreth. The couple of youngsters that they do get in there, Quadhammer and Guthrie, are helping out defensively. Bergstrom will give it top of the circle here for Nichols. Nichols' entry pass, knocked loose, but into the hands of Bergstrom. Bergstrom will throw it back inside for Nichols, and Nichols will take it off glass and in. That was a nice little drive. Ashley Nichols, you know this is helping her back in the ballgame. Siegel on that right side is shut off there by Earhart, so they'll work around the perimeter. Bauer has it. Bauer spins, working against the pressure of Nichols. Puts up an awkward shot, no good, and I think we're going to have a push called here on Siegel. You're going to have a clothesline called on Siegel. Earhart got the rebound, and Siegel just clotheslined her and knocked her to the ground because uh, she was off balance trying to come in and get that rebound. And we'll walk to the other end and shoot the one-on-one. Again, Ashley Nichols leads Wilcox Hildreth at just about 12 points per ball game. She was on the bench over there for about eight, nine minutes with those two early fouls. So Earhart at the free throw line trying to add on to a 10-8 Wilcox Hildreth lead. And her free throw hits the front of the rim, but has nice shooter's touch, and the senior will uh, add to her point total, add to the lead as well. It's 11 to 8. Earhart, very deliberate at the free throw line, has a nice routine. Her free throw up high. That time it won't roll over the top of the rim, and it's rebounded by Nichols. So here come the dogs on the run. Pritchard's going to take it all the way in, off glass, no good. Offensive rebound by Fisher. And Fisher going to be fouled. Megan Fisher playing taller than 5'10", and that's saying something. She keeps those hands up high. She jumps fairly well. And the uh, freshman, a lot of good things. She's going to learn a lot about how to be a good post player from her head coach, Jenny Brown, as uh, she was fouled. And Fisher at the free throw line will roll it in to make it now 11-9, a two-point Wilcox-Hildreth lead. And now the uh, free throw for Fisher's no good. And she was trying to cut the lead in half. And Bergstrom, facing pressure, dribbles down that right sideline after snagging the bound. She's picked up by Siegel and will hand the ball off here for Beisel, who checked in during the free throws. They give it right side for Bergstrom. Top of the circle, that's Gruel. They enter it down low, and a block on the shot. Fisher comes up with the block. It's on the ground. And tiptoeing out there with it on the dribble is going to be Pritchard. So here come the dogs. As Pritchard has it, stops top of the key. It's going to kick left side, and Pritchard's going to get the ball right back. They had it momentarily in the hands of Siegel, and now Pritchard is going to slow it down with a minute 24 to go. She dribbles to the elbow, kicks out for Siegel. Siegel long deuce, no good. Fisher trying to get the rebound, but can't. Good position there to snag the bound by Brooke Guthrie. So Guthrie hands off here for Beisel, and she has it here for Wilcox Hildreth. As man-to-man pressure by Siegel is pretty, pretty good. Beisel's picked it up, and we're going to have a little hold called on Siegel. Second foul on Siegel, back to the free throw line here for Pleasanton, the ninth team foul. So Hand, Stubbs, Siegel all have two. And Beisel, who went two for two earlier in the quarter, gets another shot here on a one-and-one. 11-9, a two-point lead for Wilcox. So Pleasanton had the lead a couple of times. But nobody's really been able to build more than about a four-point lead. This one's been tight throughout. Free throw was up and good here for Beisel. 
Hard to get a big lead when it's 12 to 9, That's isn't true. it? Yeah. It was 5 2 Pleasanton forever, and then uh, they were held to one point over a huge stretch, eight minutes without a field goal. Second free throw rolls around and good. So Beisel makes it now a four point lead, 13 to 9, minute five to go. Here before we have the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Earlier today, Elm Creek. 52-34 against Overton. Axtell, 61-33, beat Elwood. And then 48-45, Amherst in overtime to beat Loomis, hitting a three with three seconds to go to force overtime in that ballgame. Siegel on that left side, well covered. She needs to dribble or something. A five-second count's going on. Loose ball picked up by Siegel. That might have saved her a five-second count. They get it on the baseline here for Pates. They double-team her. Pates working in. Gets it to the free throw line to Pritchard, and Pritchard with an open look. With all that overplay on the ball there by Wilcox Hildreth in such great defense, they couldn't get it knocked away, and eventually Pleasanton was going to be open. And an interception with the steal here is Pritchard. Pritchard off glass, shot no good. Offensive rebound in trouble, though, is Bauer. Bauer hits nothing but the bottom of the net, but it didn't go through the cylinder, and it's picked up here by Wilcox Hildreth. 14 seconds left. They try the long outlet pass. And Bergstrom had it knocked out of bounds over there. So it's going to be uh, Wojcicki who will inbound it on that far sideline. And she'll get it in the offensive end here for Brooke Guthrie. Guthrie with 10 seconds left. Gives it to Wojcicki. Wojcicki goes right side. Four seconds left. Wojcicki finds an open area. It's an air ball. Offensive rebound. Shot no good for Quadhammer. And that's going to do it for two quarters of action. And it's a tight ball game. 13 to 11. Heading to the locker room is Wilcox Hilders with the lead. We're going to take a quick break here, but right now the Falcons leading the Bulldogs of Pleasanton. 13 to 11. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it will be the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, and we'll talk with uh, Jamie Klingelhofer, head coach of the Amherst Broncos, about their overtime win. We'll do that. We come back to the VR Event Center after this timeout. Ag Tech Crop Consulting, your local crop metric dealer. Reggie and Chad Orgidson, they know what it means to offer full-service agronomy. In addition to traditional services such as insect scouting and irrigation scheduling, precision ag services and seed, or questions on soil fertility and precision agriculture to stacked-after-stacked seed varieties and herbicide selection. All things Reggie and Chad Orgidson with Ag Tech Crop Consulting can answer for you. Trusting the experts can deliver a much bigger bottom line. Keeping up with all the latest growing technologies, what they do. A very proud support of the Wilcox-Hildreth athletes. Good luck, Falcons. Zimatic Center Pivots provide farmers worldwide with the best quality, highest performance irrigation systems. Year after year, these systems have proven themselves in varying types of terrain, cropping situations, and irrigation requirements. This is because of dedication to service and unique design. Zimatic and Pleasanton Irrigation offer you big savings choices when you purchase your new system. Order soon and take advantage of both low interest rates and rebates. Pleasanton Irrigation, your Zimatic dealer. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We've got three spots in the semifinals already filled. Elm Creek comfortably with a win over Overton. Axtell 61-33 over Elwood. And the Amherst Broncos with a 48-45 win in overtime over Loomis, and kind enough to join us is the head coach of the fifth-seeded Broncos, Jamie Klingelhofer. And 
you have to be in a pretty good mood. That was a nice come from behind win you had. Oh, that, yeah, I'm in a great mood right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and rightly so. Uh, let, let's, let's start with toward the end of the game. You, you found yourself uh, behind, but I think you scored the last seven points of regulation to force the overtime, including a huge three-pointer by Casey Juergens with uh, about three seconds to go in, in, the, uh, in, in regulation. Yeah, she. Uh, this is her official about third game back. She, you know, been hurt for five weeks, and that's her first three she's taken all year. And, you know, she makes Might as well it. start at the top, right? Yeah, start might at the as top. well. <laughs> so, no, that was a great shot for her. And, you know, I don't tell them they can't shoot them. And, it didn't look like it was a set play. It looked like no. you guys were trying to do something else, but the ball. And but again, Casey understood the situation. She had to get a shot off. She's a good, she's a good player, and she's a senior, and she knows what needs to be done. And she stepped up tonight and played a great game. And so, and you know, again, because she hasn't been back a lot, didn't start the game, so she came off the bench. That's pretty good numbers for somebody coming off the bench. 18 points. I had her with eight rebounds as well. So. Again, she's, she's kind of finding that flow a little bit. Yeah, and, it you know, it doesn't take her long to get back in the rhythm of the game. And, you know, even being gone for five weeks and, you know, her first game back, she only played a little bit. We were just kind of testing her out and, and stuff. And the second game, you know, played a little bit more. But, you know, I didn't want to push it because, you know, she had broke her, the ankle in there. And so it was – I'm glad she played good. and. It, yeah, so, and, but, and, and, you, and you needed it, but clearly. She, you know, she's been here all four years that she's played, and so she's comfortable playing here. And so it's, and it's also nice to kind of get that energy that, that she provides coming yes, off the bench, too. Yes, she does too. provide some great energy. So And uh, you had a nice game from uh, Taryn as well. She finished with eight. Madison had seven. Uh, Emily Arnold also with seven. I mean, very balanced scoring. You had, you know, you have five players that uh, – about six, seven points, and then you had the 18-pointer. So, again, it was just kind of whoever whoever got the ball in the in, in the situation had a pretty they've, good look at it. They've done really well this year. There's really been no, you know, high-point shooter, you know, in any of our games. You know, I mean, Eckout had, you know, she'd have 16 or whatever, but you know, then my two post players, they'd have, like, five or six or, you know, and, and adding Casey in there, you know, she averages – you know, five point five or six points a game, and you know, but it's all been it's been equal. It's been a team effort this year, and that's you know, I, I tell those girls you got to have great attitudes and great teamwork, and you get a great win, and that they played that way tonight. And, and a couple other team aspects is the team defense. I thought defensively, oh, you guys yeah. played very well tonight. They they have you know, and there earlier on we played some great two three defense, and it the last I think it's the last three games I've switched them over to a man you know trying to shake things up and they've really picked up on it and they've dug in and you know bought into it and they've played really well yeah and and uh, rebounding as well i had you guys uh, winning the rebounding margin by about seven or eight rebounds through the course of the game and and you know a lot of times it yeah yeah sometimes the ball find you but usually it's the more want to is whoever is the team that does better rebounding and it is and you know there's been games we've struggled with trying to rebound and i thought tonight they rebounded really well and you know, they went after the ball, and that's why I told them. I said, give them one chance and give us more than one chance. And Yeah, if you so. can, yeah the best defense is, is rebounding because yeah. that ends the position. It is. Uh, next up for you is, is Elm Creek. Elm Creek, the number one seed. They had a fairly comfortable win. Looked pretty good against uh, Overton. 
Uh, give us a quick sky report and what you guys are going to have to do when you take on Amherst uh, Saturday here at the Bureau Event Center. You know, the funny thing is we don't we don't usually play them until after the FKC tournament, and you know, and I didn't come I didn't come watch today. Uh, well, yeah, you know, well, I was about to say you had school, but you didn't. No, but, uh, well, farming duties. Yeah, but there you go. Anyway, I you know they've got great shooters. Cornell's a great shooter, and. Uh, I'm gonna go blank on names here. I don't. Well, and uh, I can help you know, you the Alreda is a great player. Yep. You know, uh, Sage and, and Robbins. Yeah, McKenzie, they, yeah, they've got great players. You know, and we played them last year. I think it was sub district final or whatever. And I mean, they they get pumped up for games. And I love to I love to watch them. And Mike Ford's a great coach. And we're gonna have to be on top of our game that night. And, I think we'll, you know, see what how man does, and we might have to go to a zone. But I, it's, I just tell my girls, you know, I watch film, but it's all how you play, how we play the game, and you know, so. Well, if you can get a, if you can get another 18 from Casey, and yeah. uh, you know, hit some hit those crucial <laughs> shots down the stretch, um, so. and and then in the overtime, you guys were able to uh, jump out to an early lead. How important was that? Because then after losing the lead. Uh, for 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 uh, Loomis, it, it felt like they were feeling a little little tight. It, it did. They felt like they were in desperate mode to try and get, you know, shots off. And then again, you know, there again, our our defense stepped up and they didn't let them get a three off. And you know, they got some easy buckets there towards the end of the pre or first part of the game. You know, but our our defense, I'm I'm gonna our defense stepped it up and didn't let them get some easy buckets or threes. And so. Well, that's pretty crucial. Do yeah. that again on Saturday. That's I like your I'm chances. So. <laughs> All right, Jamie, appreciate the time. Thank you. Jamie Klingelhofer, head coach for Amherst, as they won in overtime, 48 to 45 over Loomis. We're at halftime here. Right now it's uh, 13 to 11. Advantage of, uh, <laughs> of Wilcox Hildreth. Wilcox Hildreth has the lead here over Pleasanton. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report from the Bureau Events Center right after this timeout. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Back here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, here's a look at your first half stats for Pleasanton. Carrie Bauer, she's the leading scorer. Four points, two rebounds. Kayla Stubbs, three points and a rebound. McKenna Siegel, two rebounds. Autumn Pritchard, two points, two rebounds and a block. Shelby Nichols, two rebounds. Megan Fisher, two points from the free throw line, two rebounds, two blocks. 11 points, 11 rebounds. Three out of six at the free throw line. 0 of 1 from three-point land. Three blocks, eight turnovers for Pleasanton. Hand, Stubbs, and Siegels all with two fouls. 
for Will Kaxhild with Bridget Beisel, 4 of 4 at the line, 4 points to lead the way. One rebound. Sarah Earhart, 1.1 rebound. Alex Wojcicki, two points and a rebound. Megan Jeldon, two points, two rebounds. Ashley Nichols, two points, a rebound. Sophie Gruel, two points. A game-high five rebounds, two blocks. Abby Quadhammer, a rebound. And Brooke Guthrie, three rebounds, two blocks. 13 points, 15 rebounds. Five out of seven at the free throw line for the Falcons. 0 of 4 from three-point land. Four blocks, 11 turnovers. Two fouls on Ashley Nichols. At half, Wilcox held with 13 and Pleasanton 11. And the Falcons do have possession of the basketball to start the second half. It's in the hands of Bergstrom. It's Bergstrom, Earhart, Wojcicki, Nichols, and Gruel here to start the second half for Wilcox. So the Falcons turn it over. Tried that backdoor by... cut, knocked right out of her hands. Good defense by Pleasanton again. Hand kicked it up ahead here for Pates. And now a little penetration right side for Stubbs. Stubbs fouled on the way to the basket. And so I think that's before the shot. For Pleasanton, it's Bauer, Hand, Stubbs, Pritchard, and Pates. As both teams going with their starters here in the second half, and they're going to say that Stubbs was attempting a shot, so she'll head to the line to shoot two after the foul is whistled on Sarah Earhart. And the free throw is up and good. Again in the first half, Pleasanton three of six. Wilcox held with five of seven from the line. And in a, such a low-scoring game, every free throw is like three points. And a high-arcing free throw that is no good. And rebounded by the Falcons. After getting the rebound, Bergstrom lost it, but Earhart's able to pick it up. Back out to Bergstrom. Now Earhart has it. There's playing a little catch on that right side. Now we'll get it to the elbow here for Gruel, and then drive in underneath by Shelby Nichols. She gets the pass and now hit on the arm. So she'll go to the line for a couple of shots as the fouls whistled on Maddie Pates. That's just her first. Well, as you take a look, uh, I like already what I'm seeing from Wilcox Hildreth. Two screens, two back cuts on the first two possessions, and the leading scorer on the season, Ashley Nichols, has got to get going. That's a way to get her going, getting that ball down in the post. And she also gets a point here. She rattles in the first of two free throws, and the second one on the way. Hangs on the rim a couple of times, no good. Pates will pull down the rebound here for Pleasanton. She'll throw it up ahead for Bauer. Bauer driving on that left side. Going to be fouled here by Ashley Nichols. And that is a killer, Randy. That is the third foul on Nichols. What did Coach Whipke do? He's going to sub Megan Jeldon. But when Ashley wasn't in there in the first half, Wilcox Hildreth, that really takes a big option away. I mean, both teams struggling offensively, but even more so when she wasn't in there. Well, Wilcox Hildreth did score 11 points in that second quarter. That's the first quarter. Well, they she, came in with, yeah. she came in with four, three and a half to go, helped them out. Inbounded for Pate. She'll drive the lane. Shots no good. And we've got a foul. Kayla Stubbs has just picked up her third foul wow. for Pleasanton. So both teams have some foul issues that they're going to have to deal with. So Earhart's going to inbound. Pleasanton's going to go full court pressure here. Both teams with two early fouls, but it's where those fouls went that's really kind of the story here in the early going. Earhart will get it to Bergstrom. Bergstrom shut off by Bauer, but is able to bring it in the offensive end with the dribble and the run. Here's Bergstrom right side. Man-to-man coverage by Pritchard, and then they set a little screen for her take off the five-second count. So they give it to Gruel. Gruel's got it top of the circle. And again, she's going to have to pass soon, and she does. Right wing, they get it off here for Megan Jeldon. Jeldon, penetration now by Wojcicki, and Wojcicki has the ball tied up by Pritchard. 
possession arrow pointing to the Bulldogs. So good work there forcing the turnover by Autumn Pritchard. 13 turnovers now in the ballgame for Wilcox-Hildreth. Eight for Pleasanton. There haven't been a lot of steals. I mean, there have been a lot of uh, balls thrown out of bounds. There, no one's really been able to capitalize on those turnovers in terms of getting layups on the other end of the court. Bauer right side throws in the corner here for Nichols. And Shelby watches traffic come through, gives it off her hand on that right side. Addie Hand will penetrate. Nice jump stop. Gives it on the baseline. Ball fake. And an extra step here for Pleasanton. They'll turn the ball over. That's a tough one there. What Addie Hand just did, you see from time to time from a variety of girls. She drove all the way down to the block, but there was, there was no reason to do that. There was nothing there. She wasn't going to get a shot. All she did was kick it out for a three-pointer that was contested. So she drove to where the opening was, but that was good defense by Pleasanton or by Wilcox-Hildreth because she wasn't going to get anything out of it anyway. Yeah, she wasn't going to be able to get to the rack at all. So Bergstrom has it, not closely guarded here by Nichols, and they're just going to weave around a little bit as they hand off to Wojcicki. Now back out here for Bergstrom. Top of the circle for Gruel. Gruel, right side penetration here by Wojcicki. He has the shot blocked by Fisher into the hands of Pritchard, and here come the Bulldogs. They've got possession. Nichols, right side, shut off there defensively by Bergstrom. We'll throw it up back out here for Hand. Hand near midcourt with 5.40 to go in the third. Gives it off for Pritchard. Pritchard dribbles, kicks it into the corner. Long three-pointer here for Nichols. No good. And rebound by Bergstrom. Bergstrom had the ball slapped down as she got started out of there. And Pleasanton comes up with the ball. Pritchard sliding on the ground almost to half court. And she's able to cover it. Wilcox Hildreth wanted her to be called for a walk. Great hustle. Now Pritchard's going to drive. Tough shot. No good. Fisher with the rebound. Puts it on the iron. That one won't fall. Rebounded by Nichols. And the Bulldogs maintain the possession after a couple of offensive rebounds. And then a dangerous pass, and intercepted by Bergstrom. Bergstrom them has it knocked away by Hand, who got the ball back. And we've got an injured Falcon. Driving here is going to be Hand. Hand back out for Bauer. Gipping out of there is Bergstrom, but Bergstrom looking a little bit better now the more she runs on that leg. And she'll give it right side for Pritchard. Pritchard, low runner, back of the iron, no good. And rebounded by Bergstrom. And Bergstrom... Loses the ball, gets it back, and she'll hand the ball off here for Earhart. And we're going to have a uh, timeout being taken here by Wilcox Silverth. As much as anything, to check on Emily Bergstrom to see whether or not she's feeling okay, as I think she's gimping a little bit on a sore knee. I don't think it's badly injured, but we'll find out. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back in the game of life. Two locations in Kearney. 5.39 to go. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. A two-point ball game. 14 to 12, a two-point lead here for Wilcox Hildreth. We're back after this. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. It's inbounded to Wojcicki. Wojcicki's going to hand it off to Earhart. Earhart was nearly out of bounds when she had the ball handed to her. Gives it to Wojcicki. Wojcicki slapped away by hand, but Wojcicki picks it up, dribbles on the baseline, shot deflected, nothing but white jerseys there, and the loose ball is picked up by Fisher, and Fisher gives it to Pritchard, and there's a foul. And that will go against the Falcons. 
And looking over there, I don't see them really working on uh, Bergstrom, as I think she's going to be just fine. Fouls on Abby Quadhammer, who came in for Bergstrom, her second and the third foul of the half, 14-12. to 12. Not the first quarter. We had that earlier today, 14-12, to 12, 4-10 to go, third quarter. And Wilcox held it by two. With it is Pritchard. They enter it down low. There's Fisher back and in. The freshman will kick the ball back out here for Pritchard. And the Falcons going man-to-man right now. They like to put pressure on the ball with that man-to-man. Nichols, right side. We'll uh, give it off for Fisher. Fisher posts up. Shot's no good. Rebound tipped into the hands of Quadhammer, and she's going to bring it across the timeline herself. She faces pressure here by Pritchard. Now she's going to hand the ball off to Wojcicki. Wojcicki back to Pritchard. Back to Quadhammer, rather. And they give left side here for Jeldon. Randy, we played four and a half minutes. Each team has scored one point in the quarter. And a pass down low, shot up, but Fisher with the block. And loose ball picked up here by the uh, Bulldogs as Hant Bauer brings it up ahead. They throw it down low, and Fisher has her shot blocked by Gruel, and that's going to be a hell ball. And the possession arrow pointing to the Falcons. So another block, another hell ball. And with 3.19 to go in the third quarter, it's still 14 to 12. We're talking about first one to 30. We ain't going to get 30. Not in regulation. But the bad pass intercepted by Hand, and Hand's going to dribble through traffic and lay it in. So Pleasanton forces the defense, forces the uh, action there with their defense, and gets a bucket that ties things up at 14. Dribbling left side here is Quadhammer. Quadhammer loses control, saved by the Falcons, but into the hands of the Bulldogs, and they're on the run. Pritchard. Splits traffic, has her shot blocked, but it's a foul. Had it blocked, but it, it got a lot of arm, too. That one was clearly a foul, and to the line to shoot a couple is going to be Autumn Pritchard after coming up with that loose ball. Been a long time since Pleasanton has had the lead. They've got a chance here on two free throws from Pritchard, her first free throw of the night. That is the second foul on Gruel. The free throw is no good. We stay tied at 14. Bulldogs will bring back in McKenna Siegel. She's in there with Shelby Nichols. Pates also re-enters. Bauer, and then, of course, at the line, Pritchard. And the free throw is no good. It's going to be a hell ball on the rebound. Shared by Wojcicki and Pates. And the arrow pointing to the Bulldogs. So Nichols is going to inbound here for Pleasanton on the baseline. She slaps it as they put everybody in motion. They'll just throw it on that right side by Pates. Pates drives the baseline and uh, will kick it back out. Now penetration here by Siegel. Siegel loses the ball. Nearly another hell ball, and now we're going to have a foul. Sarah Earhart on the arm. Her second, team's fifth. And pretty soon Pleasanton's going to be shooting free throws with 2.36 to go here in the third quarter. I would say this about either team. If either team can build a six-point lead, it's going to feel like a 16-point lead. Two and a half to go here in the third quarter. Pleasanton hasn't scored more than six and a quarter, and they're not going to right now either. They've only got three in this quarter. Nichols will get it out here for Bauer. Bauer, nice stop in the lane. Kicks it out on the baseline. Now penetration here by Siegel, and we've got a foul as Siegel puts up a little floater. So she's going to head to the line. For the first time, the foul called on Sarah Earhart. Three fouls on Sarah, all here in this quarter. 
Earhart talking to the official, wanting to know what she's doing differently here in the third quarter than the first half. So Siegel have two chances to break a 14-all tie. And it's now Pleasanton up ahead, 15-14. Back into the ball game, Addie Hand for Pleasanton. And checking out will be Nichols. Siegel's second free throw. And up and good. Touches nothing but the middle of the uh, net on the way down. So ball inbounded here for Earhart as the Bulldogs will try to go full court pressure. Losing the ball as Beisel. It's stolen out there. Driving is Pritchard, and Pritchard will lay it up and in. Quick little 4-0 run after a set. A six-point lead might do it. As the ball is inbounded here to Wojcieski, and Wojcieski loses the ball, but it's going to be a foul here on Bauer. Yeah, let the newspaper guys track it down. Us radio guys are wired for sound. We can't really get up as easy. It's actually on McKenna Siegel. That'll be her third foul. So she's got three. Stubbs has three. And for Wilcox Hildreth, Nichols and Earhart have three. And Earhart's going to throw it up ahead. On the run here is Wojcieski. Wojcieski from behind. Nearly had it picked there by Stubbs. And she'll kick the ball back out here for Earhart. Well, there's one of the problems right there why Wilcox Hildreth isn't scoring. Wojcieski has to take that at the hoop. She had numbers. She wasn't even guarded at one point. She makes a nice little bounce pass into Jeldon on the baseline. Jeldon put up a shot, but it was blocked out of bounds. Autumn Pritchard getting a hand on that one. One point in this third quarter for Wilcox Hildreth. 141 to go in the third. And Earhart on the baseline will toss it in. Off of a screen, she's, she's got Jeldon if she wants, but instead she'll get it out here for Beisel. Beisel in the lane, puts it up and in. She's fouled on the arm. Bit of a continuation there because she was on the way up and was fouled and then got the shot off on the way down and got a friendly roll there and a chance for a very tough three-point play. Foul called on Kerry Bauer, her second. And the free throw by Beisel is no good. Rebounded by Hand. It's 18-16 as Pleasanton has the lead and the basketball. Hand lost it momentarily. It goes through the hands of Pritchard, but she's able to track it down. Gives it to Bauer on that right side. And right now, Bauer will dribble down to the baseline and got nowhere to go with it. She's used up her dribble, tries to wrap it around, and we're going to have a reaching foul here on Gruel. And that's a, a bit of a bailout here because Pleasanton wasn't taking care of that very well, and now we've got a one-and-one. One sixteen to go in the third quarter, and Pleasanton is already in the one-and-one. And I would not say that the officials are calling this tight. Oh, no, not at all, because as defense, as much as the guards are pressuring the ball at both ends. There's just been a lot of reaching. There's been Maddie Pates at the free throw line. We'll have the one-and-one. One. She earns the bonus as she makes the free throw, 19-16. to 16. Three-point lead here for Pleasanton. They've led by as many as four. I think that's their largest lead of the game. Yeah, each and team they, is led by four. And they can equal that here. Pates can make the second end of the one-and-one. And it hits the back of the iron and no good. Tracked down in the corner there by Earhart, and they're pressuring her. Earhart down the sideline. Going to be stopped. And by the way, that was rebounded by Guthrie and not Earhart. I saw the four, but I didn't see the number in front of it. Dribbling here is Wojcieski. She'll give it for Beisel. Left wing, Wojcieski has it. She's picked up their man-to-man by hand. And now they'll give it to Guthrie. Guthrie right side. Beisel's going to fire a three. No good. Rebound by Nichols for Pleasanton. And now dribbling up on that right side is going to be Bauer. 
And now Pritchard will, will uh, give the ball off here for Hand, and Hand will back out with 35 seconds to go here, third quarter. Almost looks like they want to work it for the final shot, but now penetration here by Nichols, and she's going to kick the ball back for Bauer. Bauer double team gives it off here left side for Nichols. Nichols long deuce, no good. It goes off the hands of the Bulldogs and out of bounds. I totally agree with you, Randy. Work for the last shot, but the offense has been so poor that the first look you get, you got to take that shot. And so, well, the officials huddle up and they change the call. It's going to be Pleasanton basketball here. And I, I think that was the right call, too. So ball inbounded here for Nichols. If somebody has a much better view. I always like it when officials get together and talk about it. You never complain if the officials have a conversation, well, in my opinion. Hand off of a screen. Gives it for Pritchard. Pritchard, 12-foot jumper, back the iron, no good. And we've got a foul on the rebound, and I think that's going to be on Pates. Didn't seem to me that Pates had a very good uh, position there. That is going to be the foul on her. Ran right over Megan Jeldon, who was grabbing the rebound, and now 10 seconds for Wilcox Hildreth to get a shot. Pates out, Fisher in for the last possession. That is the second foul on Pates. Probably don't want her to pick up a cheapie. Ball inbounded here by Earhart. Earhart. We'll get the ball back. Earhart, six seconds left, is across the timeline. Bauer staying with her, and the ball is knocked out of bounds by Bauer with now four seconds to go. And near midcourt, Earhart's going to inbound it, but not until the Falcons make a couple of substitutions. Nichols going to check back into the game, and so Sophie Gruel. Get a little more height to lob in. Yep. Probably look at a lob for them and a back cut. You get one pass here. And they'll toss it in here for Gruel. Gruel has her shot blocked. It would have been a three-pointer. It goes out of bounds, and that will do it. The three-pointer block, so we're not tied. Heading to the fourth quarter, it's 19-16. to 16. It's Pleasanton with the lead. It'll be Wilcox Hillers with the ball. We start the fourth quarter after this. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Golden Harvest Hybrid and Purina feeds. Only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Wilcox Hillers down by three, but they'll have the basketball to start the quarter, and the ball is going to be inbounded here to Wojcicki. Wojcicki picked up by Addie Hand. Addie Hand's going to hand off here for Quadhammer, who starts the uh, fourth quarter. Left side, Wojcicki on the baseline. Will drive, float, rolls it around. Good. Being aggressive for the first time really in quite a while, Alex Wojcicki attacks the basket, makes it a one-point ball game. Ball kicked out here for Bauer. Bauer shut off on the baseline. Will Kick the ball back out with it is Stubbs. And around the perimeter we go as Pritchard now gives right side for Hand, who throws on the right side. Bauer watches everybody come through. 
Top of the circle, a little ball fake here for Stubbs. She'll put up the jumper, back the iron, no good. Rebounded by Beisel, nearly a hell ball, but Beisel comes up with it, gives it to Bergstrom. She'll throw it up ahead. Entry pass down low, a little floater up, no good. Offensive rebound. Shot won't fall here for the Falcons, and then we got a foul on the rebound. Well, the best look they had in that series was the offensive rebound by Wojcicki, and then Wojcicki trying to get the ball back, I think it's called for a foul, and we'll head to the other end of the court and shoot free throws. Eighth foul of the half on Wilcox Hildreth. The fourth foul of the game on Ashley Nichols, who's just not getting any love. And If I'm Coach Whipke, just leave her in there. She played 57 seconds. She's been sitting on the bench the whole game. If you're going to leave her on the bench, she hasn't been in the flow of the game. Just leave her in there. And get as much out of her as you can. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's something to that. I agree, Doug. Hand at the free throw line for the front end of the 1-1. Hits the back of the iron. No good, but an offensive rebound by Bauer. And Bauer will get the ball right back out here for Hand. Bauer on the right side. Watches everybody cycle through. Entry pass down low. Ball fake here by Pates. Pates goes to one knee, and she's going to be called for a walk. Third turnover of the half for Pleasanton. 11 in the game. Wilcox Hildreth has 5-16 in the game. Well, whoever shoots better from about 10 feet in is probably going to win the game. Tonight's Seeds of Success brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weegis. And we'll talk more about that here in a moment. Ball being given to Quad Hammer, and they're going to call a timeout. Uh, good timeout here for Wilcox Hildreth because that pressure was coming. Our Seeds is to Success brought to you by Pioneer Seed representative Craig Weegis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weegis, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. Again, score from 10 feet in and take care of the ball. That's going to be the team that comes away. It's 19-18, to 18, a one-point lead here for Pleasanton. It'll be Wilcox Hildreth Ball, and we come back after this. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship-quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas filling. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. And welcome back here to the Vero Event Center and the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. We're in the quarterfinals of the girls' conference tournament, the Fort County Conference Tournament here. Elm Creek, Amherst, and Astell have already advanced. We've got a one-point ball game here, Pleasanton and Wilcox Hildreth, and the third seed, Pleasanton, has a one-point lead. And we were kind of talking during the break, Doug and I, that uh, Wojcicki, I'd be looking to attack here. Ball's inbounded for a quad hammer, and she takes an extra step. She turns the ball over, not what they wanted to do. Freshman. You're getting the ball to a freshman against full-court pressure. I just, I just get that feeling we've got a couple of young coaches out here that are trying to, like we were in the first half, figure out how do you get through this tough defense. They're both playing great defense, but 19-18 is a little extreme. Right side with it here is Hand. Hand will drive against Beisel. And it's going to be a hell ball, possession arrow. Still pointing to the Bulldogs, so they'll keep possession here, so it's only about half of a turnover. <laughs> <laughs> that was good defense. It switches that arrow. You do it again, then it's your ball. Then, right? then you do that one more time, you get the ball back. It's like getting half a car on Wheel of Fortune. That's right. Ball tipped. Hands shot is bounced around. Coming up with it eventually is going to be Wojcicki. And Alex will bring it in the offensive end. I think she needs to be aggressive here and attack. With it is Beisel. Gives it to Wojcicki. Back to Beisel on the right side. She's going to drive. She'll take it off glass. No good. 
Snagging the bound is Pates here for the Bulldogs and trying to get the ball back. I think Alex Wojcicki is going to be called for the foul here. Uh, it's going to be on Beisel. It'll be her second. And he, now here's another. Here's another thing. You want to be aggressive defensively. You cannot feel. You cannot foul 90 feet away from the hoop. You just can't do it because from now on, this is still a one and one. But everything else will be two free throws. This will be the last one and one. One of two at the line for Pates' only point of the game. Free throw back the iron, no good. Rebound still being tipped around. Coming up with it is going to be Gruel. So Wilcox Hildreth gets the ball back. Gruel's got eight boards to lead all players so far here tonight. Handoff here for Wojcicki. She's working against Had. Wojcicki, top of the circle, now is going to lob left side for Earhart. And she's not even looking to attack here. Now Earhart, which will penetrate. And we've got a foul. Again, go after him. And uh, Earhart does a nice job there driving on that left side. She's going to get the body contact as the foul is called on on him, Pritchard. That'll be the second on Pritchard, the 16 foul. The only point Earhart has is out of the line, one of two. Well, she'll have two more shots at it here with 5.46 to go, fourth quarter, and the free throw is up. Hits the front of the rim. Nice shooter's touch, and we're now tied at 19 as she rolls it in. Been a while since Wilcox Hildreth has had the lead. They scored only three points since in the uh, third quarter. And the free throw here is up and good. So they now have a 20-19 lead. Long pass out to Stubbs. Stubbs had the ball tied up between her and Sophie Gruel. And it, uh, the possession arrow this time is pointing to Wilcox Hildreth. So there's the other half, Randy. Now you got a full car. Now you got the, you got, yeah. Thank you, Bob Barker. Bob inbounded here for Earhart. Tosses for Guthrie. I couldn't even think of the new guy's name. I haven't been sick often enough to stay home once. <laughs> the price is right. With it is Beisel. Oh, you know Beisel. Drew Carey. Yeah, there you go. Loose ball is picked up by hand. Hand. Nice defense there by Wojcicki. Shot up. No good. Offensive rebound. Power shot won't fall. And tracking down the rebound in the corner here is going to be Gruel. And Gruel will hand off to Wojcicki. Wojcicki, great defense to stop that fast break opportunity. You got the little run out, and Wojcicki put an end to it. Beisel will help work it to the uh, high post here for Guthrie. Guthrie backing in. Guthrie will turn around, shoot, and score. Brooke Guthrie with the bucket. That's a big one for the sophomore as that makes for a three-point lead. Long pass up ahead here for Stubbs. She's going to drive off glass. No good. And again, a rebound here by Gruel. It was 18-14, Randy Pleasanton's biggest lead since then, an 8-1 run by Wilcox Hildreth. And we're going to have a charge. Nice job down low, and I want to... Earhart. Yeah, it was Earhart. Stepped in there, got the body contact, and that's now four fouls. Well, I like it. I like it. There's being more... They're being as aggressive now as they've been in the whole ball game. For Pleasanton now on the other end, all of a sudden, every time down, they're just throwing up the first thing they get. Get to back. I mean, there hasn't been much, but get back to what was working. Get that ball inside. Maybe get Fisher back in the game, either her or Pates, and get that ball down low. Pates has it in the lane, but she was on the dribble. She'll kick it out here for Pritchard. Pritchard's going to put up a three that is a little bit too strong. Rebound out to Bauer. It was saved in there. I think flying out of bounds was Pritchard to save the ball and save the possession. So here's Hand. They want to get a better look than what they got on that last three-point shot. Nichols on the right side. Picked up there defensively by Earhart. Pleasanton has four timeouts. They need to use one right here. And 
well, uh, Coach uh, Brown asked for it, but the ball was in the air at the time. Now the loose ball is picked up here by the Bulldogs, and they will call the timeout. Sometimes you just need to call a timeout and set a play. Yeah. Set and, a play. Well, Coach Brown wanted to do it earlier, but the pass came before she could actually get the timeout, but she calls the timeout here. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. It's 22 to 19. Wilcox Hildreth has the lead over Pleasanton. Dogs will inbound it with four minutes to go in the fourth when we're back after this. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Pleasanton Meat Processing is your custom beef and pork processors. They can handle it all. USDA steaks are available, they can smoke your orders, and they have barbecue beef and pork. So next time you're looking for a processor, look no further than Pleasanton Meat. They can get your processing done in great time and all the cuts you want made to order the way you like it. Pleasanton Meat Processing says tear them up, Bulldog. Welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. Bulldogs inbound the basketball to Pritchard, and we'll see what Coach Brown had set up in this one. As they give it here left side for Addie Hand. Hand working against man-to-man by Beisel. And they're they trying play. to post Pates, too, real strong down there, Randy. Well, Bauer was looking inside to her, but they couldn't get the ball in and entered into her. And Pates is still posting up there as Addie Hand's on the dribble. Around the perimeter back out here for Bauer. Bauer gives left side for Pritchard, and Pritchard tries to work through a triple team Loses the ball, and it eventually goes off of her leg and out of bounds. Good eyes by the officials. And Ashley Nichols is back in the game with those four fouls. She was trying to defend Pates, and they still couldn't get it to her. Long pass. Beisel tracks down. Good run out there by Beisel, and she's going to be fouled on the way to the basket. Reminder for you that all of our games do stream live on the Internet. Brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. Podcasts up right after the game. And we will have all of the action for you. Lou Platt this weekend here on Classic Hits, Friday and Monday. Our nighttime doubleheader for the boys tomorrow here on Classic Hits. The early two games on ESPN at 3. Beisel with a 1-1. One one, rattles in the top half, so she'll get the second free throw. Bridget's five. a four-point four lead now. Bridget's 5 of 6 at the line, 7 points. This is the largest lead of the game here for Wilcox Elder. They'll try to make their... Make it even bigger. Now it's a five-point lead, 24-19 to 19 with 3.23 to go in regulation. Right side, Pritchard. Bulldogs need a bucket here. They need to get a good look. They kick at top of the circle here for Nichols. Nichols gives left side for Bauer, and again, posting up hard, and there is Pates, and they want to wrap it around, but Stubbs can't find her. Now they do get it into Pates. Pates pass back off the feet of Bauer as she passed it out there, and now... It's going to be basketball in the hands of Earhart and the Falcons. Fisher's going to check in at the next dead ball, give them some more height in the post. They lob it down low, and Voigt, uh, Bucket is up and good there for Ashley Nichols. Nichols back in the game with those four fouls, makes her presence known right away. Kick back out here for Nichols. Nichols will uh, give it out for Bauer, and Bauer will rattle in a three. She used the whole rim on that one. And it's now 26-22, and the Falcons with a four-point lead facing full-court pressure here 
Earhart in a little bit of trouble and a timeout, I believe, being taken by the officials by the, uh, I thought it was being taken by Coach Whipke there. It yeah. is. Yeah, Coach uh, Whipke did get the timeout and a good coach, a good timeout there. 2.22 to go here. Fourth quarter, 26-22. Four-point lead for the Falcons. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. Custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper. North of the Railroad, 1st Avenue, on the Bricks, downtown Connie. Back here in the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth. Ball inbounded here for Alex Wojcicki. Wojcicki in the offensive end. Before that three-pointer, Wilcox Hildreth was on a 12-1 run. That was the first three of the game for either team. Nichols loses the ball, but into the hands of Wojcicki. She had an open jumper from 12 feet. No good. Earhart with an offensive rebound. That shot won't fall. And this time it's going to be rebounded by Fisher. So here come the Bulldogs. They kick it up ahead to Pritchard. Pritchard's going to drive. Pritchard's going to take it off glass. Short. And rebound for Bison. So Wilcox Hildreth gets it back, and they throw it out of bounds. Yeah, trying to get it out to the point guard, Earhart, and there was a little miscommunication. Earhart started to move right when she passed it. Turnover number 20 in the game for Wilcox Hildreth. 26-22, four-point lead for Wilcox Hildreth, but Pleasanton has the ball back with a minute 44 to go. Pritchard gives it up on the right side. That's Nichols who has it, top of the circle for Stubbs. They enter it inside. Ball fake here for Fisher, and Fisher will score. Megan Fisher, 5'10", and playing much stronger than that, keeping that ball up high. And now Wojcicki has it. Dangerous pass up ahead, but Beisel catches it, has it in the offensive end, and will give the ball back out to Alex Wojcicki. Wojcicki picked up there by Pritchard. Two-point Wilcox Hildreth lead, and the ball slapped out of bounds by Pritchard, who was an eyelash away from making the steal. Well, Pleasanton doing the right thing. Make the Falcons go to the left hand. Go to the left hand. And Pleasanton wants to call a timeout. Coach Brown checking how many she has left. After this one, she'll have two. The Falcons won. 30-second timeout being taken here. 26-24. to Two-point lead for Wilcox Hill. They'll inbound. inbound. We come back after this. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Minute 12 to go here in regulation. A two-point lead for Wilcox Hildreth. Ten fouls have been whistled against Will Hill. Seven against 
Pleasanton. So both teams either in the bonus or double bonus. Will Hill, down. four of four in the quarter, 0 of two for Pleasanton from the line. Wojcicki gets the ball down low. Quick little runner here by Nichols, no good. Rebound still being slapped around, and picking up the ball is going to be Fisher for Pleasanton. Long pass up ahead, tipped off the hands of Stubbs and out of bounds. Great hustle getting back there and deflecting the ball was Wojcicki, and it goes off the hands of the Bulldogs, and so Will Hill will inbound it. They're already ahead, and Earhart helps work it up ahead here for Gruel. And Gruel gets it back to Earhart, and we've got a foul now with 51 seconds to go. So Wilcox Hildreth will step to the line. Sarah that, Earhart. That was the intentional, unintentional, or unintentional, intentional, however you want to look at it there. At the line, Earhart tonight is 3 of 4 from the free throw line. On the season, a 50% free throw shooting team. Earhart, 80%. So this is who you want at the line if you're a Falcon fan. The free throw is up and back the iron. No good. She tried to get the rebound and can't. It's picked up by Stubbs. Saw the same thing happen to Loomis. So down by two. The Bulldogs have the basketball. 42 seconds left. With it on the right wing is Stubbs. Stubbs enters it in. In the lane. Quick low runner. Good for Megan Fisher. We're tied at 26. 32 seconds left. Dribbling there is Earhart. Earhart in a lot of trouble being double teamed, and she walked with it. Bulldogs forced the turnover with 27 seconds to go. And a timeout for the Bulldogs. They tie it, force the turnover. Now they call the timeout with 27.1 to go, tied at 26. It'll be Bulldog ball when we come back after this timeout. The Aurora Cooperative Energy Division handles a full line of premium energy products for all of your agricultural, trucking, and automotive needs. This includes bulk fuel delivery of ethanol blended gasoline, as well as Ruby Field Master Premium Diesel Fuel. Call or stop in your nearest Aurora Cooperative today to order your bulk oil, bulk fuels, and stock up on tubes of grease as you begin preparation for spring field work. For all of your farm's fuel and oil needs, the Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. At one point, Wilcox Hildreth had a seven-point lead. That is no more. Seven straight for Pleasanton, Randy. I mean, this is a team that has scored 19 points in three quarters, and they just scored seven points in In approximately two minutes, a minute and a half. And Wilcox Hildreth, they weren't holding the ball. They weren't trying to set on the lead. But uh, a couple of turnovers can do that to you. And what did I say earlier? They tried to get it to Pates. They bring Fisher in with a little more height. Back-to-back buckets. This game's tied. And now the Bulldogs have the chance to take the lead. 27 seconds. Let's see if they hold for one. That's what I would suggest if I were them. Pritchard with the uh, dribble. Wojcicki with just kind of token defense here. Not closely guarded. There's no five-second count going on. So still backing out is going to be Pritchard. 16 seconds to go. We're tied at 26. Pritchard now has it. See if they look to get the ball down low. Pritchard, backdoor cut off the fingers of Stubbs. She tracks it down, kicks it left side. Three-pointer, no good. It's an air ball. Two seconds left. Rebounded by Wojcicki, and she's just going to hold on to the ball as we head to overtime. Bowers three off the mark, and we'll head to overtime. You get to call no more games. Tied at 26. No more games for you. Two games, two overtimes. Two games, two overtimes. Hey, free basketball. What more could you want? Here from the Bureau Event Center, we'll be back with the OT right after this. 
Even more basketball at the 9th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Deron Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th. Single tickets, good for all eight games. Featuring seven area teams. Log on to heartlandhoopsclassic.com for all the matchups. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Carnival. The last two quarterfinals showing the balance of this conference tournament. Both go to overtime, and both teams in the lead could have put it away with free throws. Loomis and Wilcox Hildreth, and they were unable to do it. And so now, good effort coming from behind here by the Bulldogs. We'll see if they can take that momentum into the extra period. The team that uh, trailed in our previous overtime and then uh, tied it late. They came away with the win in the extra period, but the opening tip of the overtime goes to Bergstrom and Wilcox Hildreth. They'll give it off here for Gruel, and a little give and go. The drive on the left side for Bergstrom is going to be no good. Rebounded by the Bulldogs. They kick it up ahead for Pritchard. Pritchard on the attack, and now Pritchard heading to the line as she was fouled. And I think it was Earhart running back there that contested the shot, and she picked up the foul. It's going to be Ashley no, Nichols. No, it's going to be on Nichols, and that's huge because that's her fifth and final foul. Would have been five on either one of them. Earhart also has four personal fouls, so to the line to shoot two. Autumn Pritchard, 0 of 2 at the line, four points. And a chance to break at 26 all tie as we're in the extra period, and the free throw is good. So 27-26, it's been a while since Pleasanton has had the lead. Eight straight points for the Bulldogs. They were down 26-19. So second free throw by Pritchard. It gets very quiet, and free throw's no good, and Gruel pulls down the rebound for Will Hill. So on the run here is Bergstrom. Bergstrom, working against pressure by Pritchard, is going to hand the ball off here for Wojcicki. Wojcicki gives left side for Bergstrom. What was working? Penetrate by the guards. That's what was working for Will Hill, getting it to the post. That's what worked for Pleasanton. Don't get away from it. Guthrie on the left side. She's picked up there man-to-man by Fisher. And the pass off the mark. Wilcox Hilder turns it over. Girl was looking to pass before she got the ball. She was looking inside to the post, and it just went off of her hand, and then not far enough, it had to go off her leg, too, and then that kicked it out of bounds. 22 turnovers for Wilcox Hildreth, 13 for Pleasanton. Both teams have done a great job with ball pressure. Fisher had the ball outside the lane. Now she gets the ball back. She'll shoot as it blocked cleanly there by Brooke Guthrie, and Wilcox Hildreth comes out with the basketball. That's good defense there by Guthrie. So here's Wojcicki in the offensive end. She'll snap it right side over for Earhart. Earhart on the baseline. Extra bounce pass. Shot's going to be blocked from behind. But Brooke Guthrie's going to head to the free throw line. A great bounce pass in for Guthrie. That, that time, the penetration set up Guthrie for an open look. And she was fouled from behind. And now we'll shoot two. Maybe one of the best passes of the night. Earhart, great shot. And Pritchard just hammered her from behind her third. And give Pritchard credit. This wasn't going to be a three-point play with that foul. The free throw was up and good. 
So we're deadlocked at 27. Second free throw in the hands of Brooke Guthrie right now, and the sophomore's free throw is good. She makes both of them to give Wilcox Oderth a 28-27 lead. We've got 2.36 to go in our first overtime. Will Hill is 12 of 17 from the line, and for Pleasanton, 8 of 18. Well, Pritchard with the penetration bounce past the Pates, but it's a hell ball, and the possession arrow pointing to the Bulldogs, so only half of a turnover. Stubbs on the baseline. We'll get it to Fisher. They wanted Fisher to have it, and Fisher took an extra step. Yeah. She drug that pivot foot a little bit with a little ball fake, and the sophomore turned the, uh, the uh, freshman turned the ball over. Each team has two timeouts remaining. You get the extra one for the overtime period. The winner will take on Axtell on Saturday. Bergstrom in a little bit of trouble trying to get it out to Earhart. It's a loose ball picked up by hand. Here comes Pleasanton after forcing the turnover, and they're going to slow it down. They trail by one. Bauer gives it on the baseline here for Stubbs and loses the basketball. Earhart comes up with it, and then a foul trying to get it back on Stubbs. We'll walk to the other end of the court, and we'll be shooting two free throws. Maddie Pates came back in for Megan Fisher. You can lob it to Fisher. You have to bounce pass it to Pates. Pates dropped the ball, and then Earhart fell down when they continued scrambling for the basketball. So both teams from here on out will be in the double bonus. Be two free throws off of every foul except for an offensive one. Be two free throws off of every common foul. Three of five for Earhart on the night. And uh, this one will uh, add to the lead, 29-27. Sarah had the chance to put it away at the end of regulation, missed the front end of the one-and-one in the last few seconds. She can make it a three-point ball game with 2.06 to go here in the overtime. She spots down low. The free throw is up off the iron. No good. Rebounded by hand, and hand on the dribble here for the Bulldogs. She'll give left side for Bauer. Bauer's going to penetrate. Little ball fake. Good defense there by Wojcicki, and the loose ball is picked up after the Wojcicki block. Bergstrom had it, and she'll get it up ahead here to Wojcicki. Alex Wojcicki. Numbers aren't going to be great in the book, but she's done a lot of little things right. And reaching for the ball is hand. She missed it, so Wojcicki will penetrate. Gives it here left side for Bergstrom. Bergstrom gives it to the elbow here for Gruel. And a pass. They're going to be tied up. Possession arrow pointing to Wilcox Hildreth. And Megan Fisher will check in. I think right now if you're Coach Brown, you got to leave her in there. She's the one that got you to overtime. Inbounded by Earhart, I agree. Shot in underneath, leaning in. Gruel hit, and she's going to go to the line with a chance for a three-point play. That's the play they like to use, Ashley Nichols. She's fouled out. That simple overload one side, roll off the back screen to the back side of the inbounds, and Gruel with her second bucket, and now her first free throw. So she'll try to add on to a four-point lead. That one is an air ball, didn't touch anything, so... That'll be a dead ball rebound here for Pleasanton. It is an offense for Gruel tonight. It's defense. The game's leading rebounder with 11 and four block shots. Bridget Beisel going to check into the ball game, give Emily Bergstrom a bit of a breather here with a minute 34 to go in overtime. 31-27, four-point lead for Wilcox Oldrick. We'll see if Pleasanton has the magic in the overtime that they had at the end of the fourth quarter. Driving here is Hand. Hand has her shot blocked out of bounds by Earhart. Last touch by Earhart, so basketball belongs to the dogs. And we'll see if they get it into the hands of Megan Fisher. Fisher, the tallest player on the court right now, staying right with her there is Guthrie. 
And it's knocked out of bounds on the inbounds. Last touched again here by Wilcox Hildreth. That's pretty good uh, contact there between Guthrie and Fisher. And the inbounds, somebody zigged when they should have zagged. It was thrown right to the Falcons. Making the catch there is Sophie Gruel. She'll get it up ahead to Wojcieski. Now on the dribble here is uh, Beisel. And Beisel will give it out here to Wojcieski. Minute 10 to go, up by four. Falcons just need to take care of the ball. And there's a foul hitting the arm, trying to make the steal is Autumn Pritchard. So two free throws coming up here for Alex Wojcieski. She knocked it away for what would have been an uncontested layup. That's why the Pleasanton fans groaned. But the reason she did it is she made contact. Her fourth foul. And everybody else has three. I mean, Pleasanton is just decimated by fouls. So Wojcieski, it gets pretty quiet here at the Viero Venn Center. She puts up the free throw, hits the back of the iron. It goes high in the air. And you can hear from the folks in Wilcox Hildreth the result. It goes through the cylinder for a five-point lead for Wilcox Hildreth. They lead it 32-27. Remember, they had a seven-point lead late in the fourth quarter. And uh, now they've got... A six-point lead here, and they lost that lead at the end of the fourth quarter. Driving here is Nichols on the baseline. They'll kick it out. Penetration here by Pritchard. Pritchard gives it out. Ball fake for Hand. They're going to have to get up a shot here pretty quickly. Pritchard enters it down to the low block. Shot by Fisher. It's up and in, and she's heading to the line. Well, going old school, trying to get the three. Well done. Well done. Don't panic. Don't panic. Cut the lead to four. You've got a couple of timeouts. 52 seconds to go. And the free throw is up. Short. No good. Loose ball. Can they get there? Yes. Nichols gets it for Pleasanton. So a chance to add on to points in this possession. Do it again. Get the ball to Fisher. Pritchard gives it off left side. Stubbs will put up a shot. No good. Rebounded by Earhart. And they're going to commit a foul after Earhart gets the rebound. That's going to be on Nichols, I believe. The only points Pleasanton has had in the third and fourth quarter, Bauer, I mean, remember, they went five and a half minutes, didn't score in the fourth. And Kerry Bauer hits the three, and then the last three buckets have all been Megan Fisher on the left block, all three the same way. So Earhart at the line, already up by four, 33-29. Wilcox Hildreth will try to add to it, and the free throw is short. I'm with you. You don't need to get a three here. You need to get good looks. And uh, down in the low block, they've had some pretty good looks. If Pritchard can beat him back, take it to the rack, do it. If not, take the extra five seconds. Earhart's free throw, back the iron, no good. Empty possession here. And coming up with a rebound is Bauer. Bauer picked up man-to-man by Gruel. Bauer with the drive. It's Beautiful. open in the lane. She'll drive, take it off the iron. It's up and in. And that makes a two-point ball game. I'm with you. I'm surprised they didn't call the timeout. Ball's inbounded for Beisel, and Beisel will go and shoot two free throws as she was fouled. Now, maybe you call the timeout to set up your defense and hope you can get a clean steal. Especially with two timeouts. With one, I can understand it. With two, we'll see. But now at the line to shoot two is Bridget Beisel. She's been the best tonight, six out of seven. 33-31, to go, and the free throw is good. That one was big. This one's bigger because this would make a two-possession game with 19.2, and Coach Brown is going to try to ice her at the free-throw line. She calls the timeout with 19.2 to go, 34-31. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll take the timeout as well. We're back after this. Community is a place that means coming together, a place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm. The day's work is honest. 
Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. A great run at the end of regulation for Pleasanton, a 7-0 run to force the overtime. But now in that extra period, Wilcox Hildreth has built a three-point lead, 34-31, with 19.2 to go and a chance, I can't say ice it here, but they have the opportunity to make it a two-possession game. Both teams are in the double bonus, possession arrow pointing to the Bulldogs. And just about everybody in serious foul trouble. This is already this second free throw here for Beisel will be the 11th free throw attempt of overtime for Wilcox Hildreth. And it's a four-minute period, folks. There's that, that's, that's getting aligned quite a bit. Beisel with a huge free throw. She's seven out of eight from the free throw line. And that one she missed. And going over the back is Wilcox Hildreth. So the foul on Sophie Gruel. And we'll walk to the other end of the court and shoot two free throws. Now, again, with less time, committing the foul isn't quite so bad here, but this isn't exactly what they have in mind, and Wilcox Hildreth will call the timeout to try to ice Carrie Bauer, who will go to the free-throw line with it being 34-31, to 31, a three-point lead for Wilcox Hildreth. Dogs at the line when we come back. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust when it comes to new construction. Building a home is one of the most exciting and overwhelming times in your life with so many decisions. Make the decision of your heating, electrical, and plumbing contractor an easy one. One contractor for all three trades eliminates delays in construction. Plus, our qualified technicians deliver the best from start to finish. Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating with locations in Kearney and Holdridge and on the web at andersonbros.com. And welcome back here. It's turned into a bit of a free throw shooting contest, but advantage right now, Wilcox Hildreth. They lead at 34-31 to with 18.4 to go here in our first overtime of the final quarterfinal of the night in the Fort Carney Conference Tournament. Elm Creek, Amherst, and Actel have all advanced. Amherst needed overtime, and one of these two teams needs overtime as well. Carrie Bauer, a 49% free throw shooter. These are her first free throws of the night. She's got nine points, though, to lead Pleasanton. And the free throw here is in and out no good. Either way, it was going to be a, a one-possession game after the free throws. But you want to get at least one point out of here and see if you can force a steal and get a layup. Second free throw, back of the iron, no good. Offensive rebound by Pritchard. Pritchard's going to drive, lays it off the glass and in. 12 seconds to go, one-point ball game. Ball inbounded here for Wojcicki. Wojcicki gives it up ahead. Ball's knocked out of bounds off of Beisel's hands and out of bounds, but it was last touched by the Bulldogs. And there's 6.7 to go. As inbounding here is going to be Earhart. Earhart, five-second count going on. Gives it out here for Guthrie, and Guthrie is the one that's going to head to the free-throw line as she was fouled. Nice She'll job. have two. Nice job, Shelby Nichols. Again, something that you got to coach when you go back and watch the film. Earhart, never throw it in the backcourt. That can only lead to a steal and a layup. So it's Guthrie at the line, and the free-throw's good. Three of three in overtime for Guthrie. 35-33, and another timeout. This one being taken by Jenny Brown and the Pleasanton Bulldogs. They trail it by two with 5.2 to go. 
Another free throw coming up here for Wilcox Hildreth. We come back to the Bureau Event Center after this. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And welcome back here. It's 35-33, a two-point lead right now. And again, uh, unfortunately for uh, Wilcox Hildreth, the uh, two Preston girls, the ankle and the ACL for Cameron and Jordan, respectively. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting it back in the game of life. Two locations in Kearney, those two out of the game. Pleasanton doesn't have a timeout, Randy. Five seconds to go. And right now, Brooke Guthrie can make this a three-point ball game and does. With now 5.2 to go. Ball inbounded for Pritchard. Pritchard down that right sideline. Pritchard with no time left gets it off. It would have been a two anyway. And that's going to do it. Wilcox Hildreth, after giving up the final seven points of regulation, they win the overtime and win it. 36 to 33 as Wilcox Hildreth just doing a lot of little things right down the stretch. And for Pleasanton, I don't think they understood the situation. They need to get a three-pointer off there instead of the runner inside the arc. Well, I mean, the the game didn't come down to that final play, but, yeah, you sit here and go, how did that happen? You just called timeout to discuss the situation. If it goes in, you have to shoot a three. And it would have been a tough one anyway, but uh, Wilcox Hildreth down early, comes back, gets a big lead, lets it get away, and now they advance on as the sixth seed, avenging an earlier loss this season. Again, a very low-scoring game, but uh, most of the points came in the last six minutes, the end of the fourth and the four-minute overtime. And a fair amount of those coming from the free-throw line for Wilcox Hildreth. So tip your hat to the Falcons after giving up that lead. Oftentimes, you kind of fold in the overtime, but Wilcox Hildreth hit the free-throws down the stretch, and they hold on 36-33 to here in overtime against Pleasanton. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the new Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. 
Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. And welcome back here to the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. It took overtime, but holding on is Wilcox Hilder, 36-33. to And they shot the ball very, very well from the free throw line in overtime as uh, they were able to really kind of pick up their game. And as a result, we're going to call that our Acericare moment of the game from the free throw line, brought to you by the special people at Acericare Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond, call Acericare Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. And not a real, uh, not one of those things you'd say was is a sexy play scoring from the free throw line, but it is a fundamental basketball play, kind of an art form that's almost been lost over the years. But Wilcox Hilder from the free throw line, very fundamental basketball. That's one of the major differences here in the game as they are able to hold off by hold on by three. All the stats coming up here in just a little bit, but in the overtime, Pleasanton one of four, Wilcox Hildreth eight of thirteen in the game. Wilcox Hildreth eighteen of twenty-eight, Pleasanton eight of twenty, and that's. I mean, they're a 47% free throw shooting team. That's 40%. That's even below their standards, and uh, it just. That you know, that's that's ten points. That's ten points right there from the free throw line. Three pointers didn't make a difference in this ball game. Rebounds I have as one apart. Turnovers. Wilcox Hildreth actually had uh, a good deal more than Pleasanton. Free throws. If you circle one one stat today, it's free throws. And it really is. And again, down the stretch in that overtime is. Again, it's it's the difference of the overtime because both teams kind of struggled a little bit and just never really felt like either team. Even though a couple, they there each team had a run at one point or another in the game. The run for Pleasanton came at the end of regulation, uh, and there was a run by uh, by Wilcox Hilder to build that lead. Uh, but for the most part, neither team really in any sort of offensive rhythm at all. In part because both teams put so much pressure on the ball. Got the numbers ready to go. We'll take a look at them and track down Coach Cody Whipke of the Falcons as the New West Post Game Show continues right after this. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes, to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. When you've been around for more than a century, you understand the power of generations. 
the value of nurturing and developing those who will carry on the legacy of agriculture and food production. That's why the Aurora Cooperative helps young people gain the experience, expertise, and wisdom to feed the world, be good stewards, become responsible community leaders, and continue setting the example for the generations that follow. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Today's sports broadcast is brought to you by the State Bank of Hildreth, your locally owned independent bank. See the State Bank of Hildreth for ag operating lines, real estate loans, commercial and consumer loans. The State Bank of Hildreth member FDIC, the small town bank with features of the big city banks. We still know all our customers by name and can handle all of your loans, checking and saving account needs without even traveling out of town. Best of luck to all area athletes. We'll run down some other scores from around the area as well, but right now, our final stats on the New West Post Game Show here on Classic Hits, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Pleasanton, and Hildreth, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. First off for the Pleasanton Bulldogs, Kerry Bauer led the way with nine points and eight rebounds, leading the team in both categories. Addie Hand, two points, three rebounds. Kayla Stubbs, four points and three rebounds. McKenna Siegel, two points, two rebounds. Autumn Pritchard, seven points, four rebounds, four blocks. Shelby Nichols had four rebounds. Maddie Pates, one point, three rebounds. And Megan Fisher tried to bring him back late, eight points, six rebounds, and three blocks. Eleven rebounds in the first half. And 14 in the second half. How about eight boards in the overtime session alone? Free throw shooting, three of six in the first half, four of ten in the second half, one of four in overtime. Three-point shooting, 0 of one in the first half, one of five in the second half. No attempts in overtime. Turnovers, eight in the first half, five in the second half, and three in overtime. Pleasanton was held to just 11 points at halftime. It was 13-11. They scored 15 points in the second half and seven in overtime. The Bulldogs, 33 points, 33 rebounds, 8 out of 20 at the free throw line, 1 of 6 from 3-point land, 7 block shots, 16 turnovers, and now Pleasanton is 1-4 in their last 5 games to fall to 10-7 and seven on the season. And for Pleasanton, they have just one game to go, and that's next Friday against Loomis at home before heading into the D2 sub-districts. We'll look at the numbers for Wilcox-Hildreth right after this. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. Ag Tech Crop Consulting, your local crop metric dealer. Reggie and Chad Orgitsa, they know what it means to offer full-service agronomy. In addition to traditional services such as insect scouting and irrigation scheduling, precision ag services and seed, or questions on soil fertility and precision agriculture to stacked after stacked seed varieties and herbicide selection. All things Reggie and Chad Orgitsen with Ag Tech Crop Consulting can answer for you. Trusting the experts can deliver a much bigger bottom line. Keeping up with all the latest growing technology is what they do. A very proud support of the Wilcox-Hildreth athletes. Good luck, Falcons. 
Zimatic Center Pivots provide farmers worldwide with the best quality, highest performance irrigation systems. Year after year, these systems have proven themselves in varying types of terrain, cropping situations, and irrigation requirements. This is because of dedication to service and unique design. Zimatic and Pleasanton Irrigation offer you big savings choices when you purchase your new system. Order soon and take advantage of both low interest rates and rebates. Pleasanton Irrigation, your Zimatic dealer. Back on the New West Post Game Show, we've looked at the numbers for Pleasanton. Let's look at Wilcox Hildreth. Bridget Beisel, great game for her from the free throw line. One of the reasons that Wilcox Hildreth shot free throws better tonight was because of the sophomore. She had nine points, which actually led the team three rebounds. She was seven out of nine from the free throw line. Emily Bergstrom, two rebounds. Sarah Earhart, four points, three rebounds. Alex Wojcicki, six points, three rebounds. Megan Jeldon had two points and three rebounds. Ashley Nichols, fouled trouble all night long, fouled out in the overtime period, ended up with five points, one rebound. Sophie Gruel, four points, but 11 rebounds and five blocked, or excuse me, four blocked shots in the game. Abby Quadhammer had a couple of boards, and Brooke Guthrie, how about four for four at the line in overtime, six points, four rebounds, and four blocks. I had Wilcox Hildreth for 15 rebounds in the first half, 15 rebounds in the second half, two in overtime. Free throw shooting, 5 of 7 in the first half, 5 of 8 in the second half, 8 of 13 in overtime. Three-point shooting, 0 of 3 in the first half, 0 of 2 in the second half, didn't attempt one in overtime. Turnovers, 11 in the first half, 10 in the second half, 2 in overtime. Very slow start. Wilcox Hildreth's best quarters were the second and fourth. Uh, You put those out there, they're going to score 50 points tonight, but two points in the first and three points in the third made it interesting. 13 points at halftime, 13 points in the second half, and then 10 in overtime. 36 points, 32 rebounds, 18 out of 28 at the free throw line, 0 of 5 from three-point land, eight blocked shots, 23 turnovers, and Wilcox Hildreth avenges an earlier season loss to Pleasanton. They've won three of their last four. They're now 9 and 10 with a 36-33 overtime win against Pleasanton. They'll try and even their record against Axtell tomorrow night, a team they lost to by one point just 10, 12 days ago, a couple weeks back on the 22nd. So we've got a couple of interesting matchups tomorrow. When we come back, Randy will talk with Coach Cody Whipke about tonight's game after this timeout. Town and Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town and Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town and Country Bank. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. And welcome back to the new West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Post Game Show. A dramatic overtime win here for Wilcox Hildreth as they win at 36 to 33. Kind enough to join us to talk about it. Cody Whipke, 
uh, relieved head coach at Wilcox Hill. <laughs> to say the least. Uh, that, that was a that was a full out brawl defensively, as really neither team was able to get in any sort of offensive rhythm because of the defense that both teams played. Yeah, that's a that is a typical Pleasanton game, um, and I'm just glad that we we played a game like they do. Um, my hats go off to them. They are. They are one of the best defensive teams around, and they proved it tonight. I mean, we shot 20%, <laughs> 9 for 41. I mean, we didn't shoot the ball well, but we couldn't because they were in our faces all night. We turned it over 23 times. That's a credit to how tough they play defense. And Thank, we'll, thankfully, we made free throws. Yeah, down the stretch, you, you hit some big free throws, and we'll come back to that. Ashley Nichols slowed a little bit tonight because of the, of the foul trouble. Talk a little bit about... Uh, uh, it was just hard for her to get into any kind of game as well because you you had the protector because she got in such early foul trouble. Right, and I mean that's tough because she is. I mean she's the centerpiece of our offense. Our offense runs through her inside, and you know when we it shows we're not a great outside shooting team. So our yeah our focus is to get get the ball to her inside, but you know when she's in foul trouble, our offense just bogs down even more, and you know it was. Like you said, we had to protect her. You know, it was a close game throughout, so we had to we had to be patient with her and just kind of look at the clock and determine when we can put her back in there. And fortunately, we just kind of ran out of time, I guess. Yeah. Well, and and but Sophie Grohl had a huge game rebounding yeah. for you. Kind of was able to end some possessions, keep possessions alive, and then you, you then it's just kind of everybody else by committee. You know, you got Weissel mm-hmm. with nine points. You got six uh, from Boycheski, and you just kind of find points wherever you can at that point. Right. And I mean, I don't think I gave Sophie enough credit in the locker room after the game. She, like you said, she played a heck of a game defensively. Uh, we really needed her to step up. Uh, you know, we got one of our other post players, Cameron Preston. She hurt her ankle uh, last week. She's out for a couple of weeks. She's our best post defender, and she is by far our best rebounder. And typically, she's the girl that's getting eleven rebounds and four or five blocks a game. So we needed Sophie to step up like she did tonight. I'm very, very proud of her and. All of our posts really stepped up and played great defense inside. We're uh, speaking with Wilcox Hildreth head coach Cody Whipke after a 36-33 overtime win over Pleasanton. And Pleasanton scored the last seven points of the fourth quarter, forced the overtime. What do you kind of say to your team at that point? Because you got to think they're going to be a little tight getting uh, into the overtime. You just tell them to relax and move on. I mean, w- there were some girls who were, I want to say, freaking out but they were a little on edge because they made a couple mistakes but we just we had to tell them hey we've all every one of us on this bench me included has made mistakes tonight we just got to be able to move on we get to play four more minutes these next four minutes have to be ours and you just got to move on from all the mistakes that you've made and just clear slate let's get after it one of the advantages you had was in the overtime you did shoot free throws fairly well that really kind of proved uh to be the difference kind of talk us through how that kind of came to be and just the importance of those free throws Looking at the numbers, I am, I'm really impressed that we shot free throws as well as we did. We're, I think for the year we're shooting 48, 49%. We, we have not been a great free throw shooting team all year, and tonight we shoot 64%, which, I mean, it's not great, but it was, it was enough for us to win. I think, what did you say, we were 4 for 4 in overtime or 6 for 6? Uh, I think, yeah, I had a couple misses. I think you okay. ended up being like, uh, like, like 6 of 7 or well, 6 of 8. Either way, I mean, great free throw percentage at the end of the game and we needed every single one of them i and i i mean brooke guthrie she goes four for four at the free throw line tonight was the first 
extended minutes Brooke has gotten in her high school career. I mean, she has been nothing more than someone will put in in the last couple of minutes if we're up or down by, you know, 20, 25. So uh, she had to get in there because of our foul trouble, and she played tremendously. She shot free throws tremendously down the stretch. She played excellent defense. She rebounded excellent. I mean, we just had every, every single girl step up that we needed to tonight. Oh, it was a nice win, Coach. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Cody Whipke, the head Girls basketball coach for Wilcox Hildreth as they are able to hold on here in overtime, 36-33. to 33. And uh, next up for them, they'll be uh, in the semifinals on Saturday. They'll be taking on the uh, number two seed, Axton. Axtell had no problem earlier tonight, 61-33. to But Wilcox Hildreth with a three-point win over Pleasanton and a, a hard-fought uh, win here because Pleasanton came from behind late in the fourth quarter. Kind enough to join us to talk about that is head coach uh, Jenny Brown. And, boy, great comeback that fourth quarter down by seven. You guys found a way to scrap your way into it and, and uh, force the extra period. Yeah, I just I have amazing kids, and they'll never give up. They're just always going to fight to the finish. And so... I just I give them lots of credit for that because there wasn't one time that they uh, just cashed it in and gave up. They fought the whole time. And it, it even had a chance uh, taking the lead down the straight. I mean, there was a stretch there that about in the span of about 20 seconds, you just erased a, a huge lead and I had all the momentum. Yeah, I, I mean, we just work on our defense. We try to pride ourselves on playing good defense and pressing and getting up. And so, I mean, I wasn't surprised at all by how, far, how, how hard the kids fought to get back in it. Now, again, generally you would say Wilcox Hildreth has a bit of a size advantage, but you guys pressured the ball so well that you really kept Wilcox Hildreth from getting the ball in the, into the post. I mean, basically everybody has a size advantage over us, uh, so that's why we work so hard on our pressure defense and pressing people because we know that we're going to have to get deflections and we're going to have to try to get steals so that we don't have to play half-court defense the whole game. But one thing I, I did see, you say everybody has kind of a bit of a size advantage of you. You're a freshman tonight, oh, yeah, uh, Megan, Megan Fisher. Fisher. She had a she had a nice game, and she plays a lot bigger. I mean, she just stays 5'10". I mean, yeah. she keeps the ball up high. She may have learned that from somebody. <laughs> she's such a great kid. And, you know, she is young. Like you said, she's a freshman. So I just I feel like I get to work with her every single day, and I see so much potential in her, and we're very excited for her for the future. And, you know, she's very capable of, of having big games. She had a big game uh, for us the first time we played Wilcox Hildreth. And so, I mean, I wasn't surprised by the great minutes that she gave us. It, one of the things that, that kind of strikes me with your team, you didn't have anybody in double figures, but, boy, you have about five kids, somewhere between seven and nine points uh-huh. it just is is just wherever the ball is that's kind of whoever is the one that has the has the onus to do something with it yeah and you know we talk about that all the time that you know we don't have just a one go-to player that teams can just um you know laser in on and make sure that they stop them like we we pride ourselves on being a, a good team from top to bottom so that you know anybody is capable of stepping up and having a big night so i mean we we feel pretty blessed with that we have a young team you know we only have the two seniors so yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we have a pretty solid team from top to bottom. In 31 minutes, you scored something like 19 points. Ugh. And then the final minute or so, you, you scored seven in a row. How does that happen? I mean, talk. A, obviously, you pressure the ball. You force a couple of, of turnovers. But it, it, does this surprise you at all? Or is this kind of who the girls are? Or is this something you work on, preach? How does that kind of happen? Yeah, you know, I would say that we work on it every single day. You know, we try to, you know, we'll go uh, four-on-three shell drill or four-on-five shell drill so that we are always 
uh, kind of putting our kids at a disadvantage so that they have to scramble and work. And so, and we just always talk like in timeouts time or at practice that we're never going to give up. We're going to play every single possession. So, I mean, I wasn't really surprised that they worked that hard and fought and, and got back in the game like that. They we're, wanted it really badly. We're, we're final moment here with yeah. uh, Jenny Brown, head basketball coach for the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs who fall in overtime 36 to 33 to Wilcox Hildreth. So, Obviously disappointed you're not moving on. Don't get it. Don't you know? It kind of messes with your schedule a little bit because yeah. you had a few days off. Mm-hmm. And with that, where, where's the direction? Where, where are you guys kind of heading from here? Because you, there is something you take out of this is the great comeback at the end of regulation. Yeah, and we just talked about in the locker room like. We're not taking tomorrow off. We're going to practice. We're going to keep getting better. We're going to work on all of our little things because we have a lot left to play in this season. I believe so much in my team. We get to play Loomis on Friday, and then we'll go into sub-districts after that. So we are still practicing and just you know, going to be as prepared as we can for our next few games. Well, you're heading in the right direction, Coach. Appreciate Thank you. Jenny Brown, head uh, girls basketball coach here for Pleasanton. They fall in overtime 36-33. to a, a great come from behind effort to force the overtime that we mentioned, but then in the extra period, Wilcox Hildreth holds on 36 to 33. We're going to take one last break. We'll wrap up everything, set the stage for tomorrow. We continue with more of the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show after this timeout. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Golden Harvest Hybrid and Purina feeds. Only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Back here in the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery post-game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. A couple of overtime games here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. First of all, Amherst in overtime over Loomis, 48-45. to It took an extra period for Wilcox Hilder to advance 36-33 to over Pleasanton. And a lot more act- a tough act to follow, but tomorrow... The boys will certainly try here at the Bureau Event Center with the uh, quarterfinal games uh, starting in the afternoon. Uh, the night games here on Classic Hits, Loomis, Wilcox, Hildreth at 6, Elm Creek, SEM at 7.30. The early games, Amherst, Eustis, Farnham at 3, and Axtell, Overton at 4.30 will be heard on ESPN 14.60 and 15.50. All of the semifinals beginning Saturday at 2.30 are on ESPN. And then the consolation finals Monday beginning at 3 
all here at the Viero Event Center. Start at the same time. Some other girls scores tonight in the Lou Platt Wood River beat St. Paul 57 to 37. Uh, in the Twin Valley Silver Lake over Franklin 42 to 27. Kennesaw beat Red Cloud 40 to 31. It was Blue Hill over Harvard 61 to 19. And Exeter Milligan a winner over Giltner tonight 60 to 40. In some other games from around the area, Lawrence Nelson beats Dessler in the Twin Valley 43 to 32. So those were a few of the games. Uh, that were out there. Uh, even fewer boys games tonight, but uh, there were some conference play-in games. Blue Hill beat Shelton. These are quarterfinals, 48 to 46. Deschler over Silver Lake, 46 to 17. Giltner over Exeter Milligan, 43-41. Uh, Kennesaw beat Franklin, 68 to 37 tonight. Sandy Creek over David City, 53 to 40. UNK sweeps the doubleheader tonight from. Uh, Southwest Baptist and Hastings College was swept tonight uh, in their contest against Doan, uh, a one-point game for the women, and the uh, men's game, not a one-point game. As I pull it up, it was 58-57 Doan beating Hastings women, 87-78 Doan beating the Hastings men tonight. And again, our four games here today, uh, number one seed Elm Creek wins the first one, 52-34 over Overton, 24 points, 14 rebounds for Claire Cornell, and uh, they will end up playing Amherst, the number five seed, who uh, had the 48-45 overtime win. Then in the bottom half, of course, Axtell pulled away in the second half to beat Elwood, 61-33, and leading the way for Axtell, the Melima girls, Season and Sophie combined for 30 points, 16 rebounds, and five blocks. And Axtell will now play Wilcox Hildreth, the 36-33 winner over the Pleasanton Bulldogs. So that wraps it up from here. Yeah, we kind of talked about how balanced things are within the conference. You have the top two seeds winning, but the other two games were, seeding-wise anyway, a little bit of an upset. And it's, uh, it's still very, very open on the girls' side. A couple of favorites, especially Amherst on the boys' side, beginning tomorrow. And that's going to do it. We're, uh, we're going to wrap things up here from the Fort Carney Conference Tournament. I'm Randy Bushcutter, Doug Duda, and our engineer back in the studios, Kent Keeler. Uh, thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship-quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Pleasanton Meat Processing is your custom beef and pork processors. They can handle it all. USDA steaks are available, they can smoke your orders, and they have barbecue beef and pork. So next time you're looking for a processor, look no further than Pleasanton Meat. They can get your processing done in great time and all the cuts you want made to order the way you like it. Pleasanton Meat Processing says tear them up, Bulldog. The 
proceeding has been a KKPR sports production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.